Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, it's Nick Mason. There he is. He's waving his arms around. I'm doing some big helicopters. It's I'm one of those helicopters that has the two blades and they're I know weird the weird angles, and you're like, why doesn't that destroy itself? Yeah. You know? <laughs> why doesn't it? It's, I hate this. It's very upsetting. Yeah. I'm at an air show. Destroy boom. yourself. Did you see that video this week? It was an F-35. It was practicing its... Oh, no, just like... It's just, just the vertical takeoff and landing, and it just sort of tumbled to the ground, yeah. and then the pilot ejected out of it. And I'm like, I think that guy's dead. Oh, really? Mate, I mean, there's not... So, like, if you jump, if you jump, if the ejector seat goes off or you jump out of a yeah, plane yeah. with a parachute, it needs a certain amount of time to open properly. Oh, otherwise you just hit the ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, that guy had a rough... Damn. Yeah. That's Glad a... I'm not him. Yeah, absolutely. Glad I'm just part of an award-winning podcast. <laughs> It's great to be here. You mean that time we won and we got fourth this year or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah cool. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of awards, Mason, I'm glad you brought that up. You're very welcome. Because next week will be the final show of the year before a short break in January. Mm-hmm. Probably not the whole of January, but most of January, Mason. And we have, of course, our Weekly Planet Awards. That's now, right. there's going to be a survey link below. Unrecognized by anyone. That's right. So we obviously have our own opinions. And do be, we? Yeah. No. no, Mason, we do. I do a quick scroll of Twitter before the You're going to have starts. to have your own opinions oh, for this. Oh, dang it. But there's also, of course, the people who listen to this get to have a say because it right. is a vote. There are multiple <laughs> categories, including, yes. you know, best movies and shows and whatever. <laughs> hair obviously gets a mention, best right. hair or worst hair. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. A few bits and pieces here and there. Uh, that Some it, hot, hot contenders for the Game is on the Award. The 
Gamers On. Oh my God, Mason, it's a big year for the Gamers On. We're just bold proclamations that we are going to have. We are going to kick this franchise off with a bang. That's right. We'll see you next summer for the biggest blockbuster you'll ever seen. <laughs> like the yeah. biggest turd I've ever seen. Absolutely. And all of that, uh, Collings is kind enough who edits this show to also put that together. He That's works right. too hard, Mason. That's right. You can uh, um, most likely you'll be able. There'll be a link. On the Weekly Planet social media, there'll That's be a right. link in the uh, Planet Broadcasting Great Mace Facebook group, etc. And, et and yeah. a link below this. Yeah, that's right. So we'd love you to participate if you are yeah. so inclined. But of that's course, right. our rulings are final. If you say a different thing, and we we can say a different thing too. Can't that's we? right. That's right. That's right. It's the beauty of free speech. That's right. That's right, Mason. But if you have, if you if your opinion is too bad, we'll we'll ban you from the group. Yeah, yeah, yes. and then yeah, and we'll find somebody who can beat you up. Not us, because we couldn't. No. But we'll find some. We'll find a bigger listener to beat you up. That's right, a bigger, more loyaler <laughs> listener. That's right. Anyways, Mason, big Steve. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you if you're a big Steve, let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you'd be willing to <laughs> take out some trash for us. <laughs> if you start most of your sentences with. Duh. Yeah, perfect. Say what, boss? <laughs> if you're one of those guys, that's great. Let us know. Now, these are the topics of the uh, that we're going to talk about today. Ooh. Mason, if people do want to skip ahead, Collins puts time codes below. That's right. We're going to talk about what Christopher Nolan has done for his newest movie, Mason. Oh, no. Donald Glover is participating in a Sony spin-off Spider-Man villain movie. Donald Glover's in the spum, baby. Well, he already is, but now he's he's doubly in the spum. He's double spumming it. That's right. And then we've just got a bunch of DC stuff, including yeah. Patty Jenkins, how they said she walked away, but she's got an official statement about the Batman being in the DCU, yeah. about what's happening with Superman, about what's happening with Black Adam, about what's happening with The Flash, uh, all of these different things going, about what's happening with Shazam 2, yeah. et cetera, and so forth. That's a bit to go through. I am glad we are not on the pulse of anything, really, yeah. because if we were last week, we would have done a a video maybe about what was happening in the, what was unfolding in yeah. the DC universe and Warner Brothers. Oh, then we and then would have a second video. Would have been turned around oh. instantly. Just, yeah. We would have been just, I mean, on, in the, on the one hand, it is kind of good that, that James Gunn is out there going like, this room is fake. Yeah. This is false. Yes, yep. this is true, etc. Yeah. But boy, it makes it hard on those content creators. It certainly it? does, Mason. Mm. Exactly. It's Especially good. when he mocks him in public. <laughs> uh, then we're going to talk a bit about the God of War series that's coming. Trailers Ahoy for uh. a, a bunch of stuff, including uh, Barbie 65 and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. And then, of course, it's Avatar Week, Mason. Yeah. It's Avatar 2 Week it somehow. Is. Yeah, right. Somehow this has we happened. Never, we thought it was one of those fake movies, <laughs> like the movie 65. <laughs> That's but right. it's it's happened and it's out there. Yeah. That's right. We've so, got some stuff to say. We have not discussed it at all. So we haven't. We haven't said a single goddamn thing to each other. And we're actually going to record our uh, <laughs> reaction separately. Okay, great. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. All right, Mason, let's start this I'm going to be in the booth and I'm going to be doing that hand motion when I go up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, I like that. It's good. Uh, this... I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> so, you know. Don't tell me now, no, that's, that doesn't reflect my real thoughts. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. I bet it does. Wow. So Total Film have, uh, they spoke to Christopher Nolan about his upcoming movie Oppenheimer, mm. which is, of course, about the creation of the first nuclear weapon. It's pronounced nuclear. Nuclear. Mm. Uh, nuclear. Nuclear, okay. man. The, the atom bomb. The atom bomb. Thank you. That's much easier. And what Christopher Nolan is up to. So one of the, one of the things he's going to do in that movie mm-hmm. is replicate the Trinity test, which was the first nuclear weapon demonstration which was done in... New Mexico. But here's the thing, Mason, here's the twist. Oh, no. People are going wild for this. Oh, no. He's doing it practically. He's not going to use any digital effects. So <laughs> oh, people Christopher have been Nolan. saying, and we probably joked about this, that like 
Oh my god! Like he's gonna—it's hes doing a real nuclear explosion. I look, I don't know if we—I don't know if we said this specifically, or maybe somebody in the internet said it and we parroted it. Like yeah, we, like we do. But I, th- I think maybe we said something like, given that the pandemic, so many movies shut down, mm. they should have just saved up all the stunt points and have him detonate a real nuclear bomb. You know, absolutely, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. So, so he's going to. Well, no. Well, obviously, no. it's not. I mean, it's just called an explosion. Yes. I mean, it's going to be spectacular, and apparently you've got to get the weather right and all of these different okay. factors to make it look like a nuclear explosion. Mm. But he's just, he's not just. It's a big explosion. <laughs> now, is this, do you think this is going to be record-breaking? Because we've had, a, in the last few years, we've had, you know, Spectre, was, Spectre the was the biggest one, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And everybody looked at that and went, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. that's what the people in the shop seem to be doing. Yeah. Like the way that Daniel Craig and Leah Seydoux yeah. just looks at it just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, there's a fine line let's, between. Let's go. There's a fine line between, like, cool guys don't look at explosions and you should, there's something happening, man. You yeah. should pay attention to that. that looks you should have been like, Christ on a bike. <laughs> You know what? That singed my ball hairs. It would have been great if either of those two said Christ on a bike, that singed my ball's hair because they can only do one take. What? And so you got to put it in, don't you? Got to put it in. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> so that's fun. So there you go. Uh, I'm looking forward to Oppenheimer. Mm. Um, how is he going to twist time this time around, Mason? I don't think he will, right? Well, we always say that, okay. or I always say that, and then he always does somehow. Oh, I, I mean, it will be more in the, in the vein of your... Um... Like a, a Dunkirk, Dunkirk, than yeah, a, yeah, yeah, than a Tenet. That's correct. Yes, yeah, which yeah. is a movie also. I cannot imagine. No, I, no, I cannot see him going wacky with time travel. Like the the first atom bomb goes off, and and John Tenet and his mate show up, and they're like, yeah. "Could you see some kind of slow motion nuclear blast happening?" And you see it happening in a weird time way. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And yeah. there's weird time stuff happening. Sure, yeah. Maybe there's a counter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of how many seconds it's. <laughs> Yes. All the people are obliterated or exactly, something. Exactly, yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> just a counter. It's yeah, just yeah. a, yeah. We see um, Killian Murphy and he's like, Christ on a bike. <laughs> That's such my boss. Correct, yes. Right. Hey, speaking of time. Oh, yeah. I don't think this is on your list, but we'll bring it up anyway. Have you got, is this your one bit of news? No, I've got more. I've got, James, I've got so many bits of news. But here's one bit of news. Okay. It's, uh, we, we got the first look at uh, Shuti Gatwa in his yeah. Doctor Who, new Doctor Who outfit. What do you think about it? I like it, mm-hmm. and I like that the big signature uh, piece, I guess, is just a big orange T-shirt. Right, yes. Because, you know, I know you don't like a lot of shirt front often, but this uh-huh. isn't shirt front. This is mm. T-shirt front. That's fine. It gets So that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, well, but you're a, you're a fashionista, so where am I wrong? <laughs> What's going on? You say that, but I've been wearing this T-shirt for three days. Anyway. I can smell it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like the colour scheme. I think the colour yeah, scheme is great. totally. I like – so the thing about it is – I'll have to see it in motion. It reminds me of like an old wooden, like an or- an orange, like uh, a Tetley's chocolate orange. Sure, that that's part of it. That traditional British treat. But you know, you see like a like a wooden chair from the seventies, and okay, it's got yeah. like a like an orange linoleum kind of. Oh yeah, seat. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So like that, that kind yeah. of. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, I like the plaid. What's interesting is James mm. is that the, they both have like a like a brown Prince of Wales plaid or a Glen plaid, as they call it, mm. but. That is interesting. They're rough. They're slightly different scales. The pants have a smaller scale than the jacket. What does that mean? I think that's going to be upsetting to the uh, eye. Okay. Maybe in motion, we'll see. Yeah. They should either be the same size, or one should be really big and one should be really small. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or they should be different. They can be the same size. Like maybe one's one's a check and one's a stripe. Yeah. For example. But this would obviously be intentional, I assume. 
Sure, maybe. Like to make, like it's probably means something or does maybe something. Maybe it means something, sure. Or yeah. does something. Okay. Anyway, yeah. I like it. Just yeah, sort like of generally speaking, I think it's a good colour and it feels very Doctor Who-y. Yeah, it does. Mm. It's a lot of people are like, I don't know this what just looks like he got it at Top Man. I'm yeah, like, no, I don't yeah. think so. I think it is more fashionable, I think, than perhaps some others. Like I think Jodie Whittaker's was, look yeah. is like... It, that's it, like they th- I think they went as far away from fashionable as possible. Yeah, with that. they're like we'll give it a little bit of mock for a walk, and we'll give it a little bit. Yeah, of like- I like that one though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh-huh. think Tenet was fashionable for the time. Yeah, like apparently got it from Jamie Oliver wearing it and like on Graham Norton okay, or whatever. Right. He was just wearing chucks. Give me that. Like, give me. I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. So there you go, Mason. If you don't mind, I've got a bit of news. Ooh, it's from THR. Donald Glover. So THR's got a bit of news. They've got a bit of news. Fine. Fine, Mason. Wait a second. You've never had a bit of <laughs> I've news. I've never had a bit of news. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all been from THR. It's all THR. Whoa. Donald Glover will produce and star in a Spider-Man villain spin-off movie. And you might be like, oh, yeah, because he plays the Prowler mm. in one of the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the Hypno-Hustler. Unbelievable. So uh, he appeared in the 70s first, uh-huh. obviously, and he's kind of been a bit, a bit of a joke villain. His name is Anton Delcion. Okay. And it's something like that. And the leader of a band called the Mercy Killers, and he used hypnosis technology and his instruments on his audience in order to rob them. Apparently Donald Glover <laughs> is on board because he li- uh, the musical element and how there's no pressure to do anything that anybody likes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. That's... Uh... Mm. And I'm only saying this because it's Donald Glover who I'm predisposed to like. Yeah. As opposed to when they're like, what if we did El Muerto? And what I'm if like, we did? I don't care. No. <laughs> Here's a question for you, though. Yes. Do you think they're going to take his character who's already like Miles' uncle, maybe, or hinted at? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he's going to be turned into the hypno hustler? Or is this a different situation? No, I think it's a different situation. Do you think yeah. it's going to be maybe a movie set in the 70s? Ooh, that's a great question. Yeah. Because he's had some modern-day appearances, I think. Yeah, that's true. But maybe not. He turns up and they punch him, basically. Yeah. That's, that's no, I think this is – I think if Sony were okayed this, yeah. they, they're looking for a, the most they – look, they're looking for a more charismatic leader for the Sinister Six, mm. I think. So I think it – I think – if if it, it, it maybe it's set in the seventies, but I think it'll have to end in the present day. Right, okay. and he meets Morbius and the Vulture. Really? No, <laughs> he might meet Morbius. I don't think my he might meet Morbius. He might meet Morbius. Of the two, you think he'll meet Morbius? He'll meet the back of Morbius's head and a and a guy in a Vulture suit, <laughs> and and he'll meet some audio that Michael Keaton recorded on his phone in the car on the way to McDonald's from the movie Morbius. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> great. So uh, thus far, the Sinister Six then will be Morbius, Vulture, Craven. If that movie comes out, yeah, apparently it is. Hypno Holt, Hustler. Yep. Uh, there's the the Scorpion. Oh, the Scorpion guy. Okay, maybe he'll be in that. Yeah, and maybe one of the Madam Webs or Spider Women or something. Yeah, sure. Well, yeah. which ones didn't go back to the universe as well? Well, they can bring them over. It doesn't really matter. Oh, some... maybe one of the 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 No Way Home villains. Yeah. Okay, maybe. I don't know who's alive and who's. Yeah. In, I don't know. And who would still do it? Yeah. Like, I mean, Tom, you know, <laughs> Jamie Foxx is too big, I think, to be sixth wheel in a kind of in a disaster of a... It's of kind a, of amazing he did the last right? one. Right? Yeah. Thomas Hayden Church wasn't even there, really. <laughs> no, that's uh, right. Who's left? I don't know. The Lizard Alfred guy Molina's too busy to... Uh, well, I think he'd do it. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess for every shock alert you need a sinister six. <laughs> yes, so, that's right. Maybe. 
He's in something recently. I think he's in a TV series that like something. Oh no, I saw murder mystery thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah I, know, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I saw it. So on if that gets cancelled after one season, which it will, yeah, I guess he's free to do this. He can do this. He can be the sixth guy. There you go. So that's good fun, Mason. Mm. Now, do you want to put your other bit of news before I get stuck into all the DC stuff for the week? Ah. Uh... Because you said you had so many bits of news. Well, I distinctly look, remember you saying well, that. Well, I, okay, I'll give you one. I mean, this this would lead into... I distinctly remember this, this Mason. Well, this will lead into into the DC... Or it'll, okay. It'll dovetail neatly into the DC news. Mm. Uh, from the register, Amazon and Games Workshop announced Warhammer 40,000 film deal. Oh, yeah. And, the, and the, the, one of the, uh, the interested parties who seems to have had a deal with this whole situation is a certain Mr. Henry Cavill. Do you think he has, he's interested because he said he was going to do it in a post? He did say he was going to do it, and He's yes. like, this is yeah, the yeah. thing I'm excited <laughs> and for and whatever. And he's the man who are in Hollywood who I think most resembles an actual Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine. Okay, like, there are bigger men. Sure. But structurally, yeah. he looks most like a Space Marine, I think. Okay, I get you. you know? Because they got the, then they got the, He's big, so broad. the big wide suit that yeah, they wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He's always wearing a big wide suit. Mm. Mm. I could see a Dave Batista, maybe. But he strikes me more as a Gears of War guy, which he might be doing. Or yeah. He uh-huh. said he wanted to do it at the very least. Wow. That's a great segue, Mason. Thank you. Uh, anyway, uh, agreement in principle with Games Workshop. It also, but I mean, James, how's how's Henry Cavill gonna do this if he's so busy in Superman? And, oh, Mason, and being uh, Sherlock Holmes and being um, the Man from Uncle, and uh, <laughs> I mean, and he, other guys. I mean, they're, they're still doing the Enola Holmes movies, but I'm pretty sure he's only in them for like four minutes. He's in them for four minutes. I watched the I watched two the other day. Oh, what's it like? It's, it's fun. They're fun. Yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't <laughs> seen the second one. I like the first one. Anyway, so Patty. Last week we talked about Patty Jenkins and how. Apparently she walked away from from mm. DC. They were like, "Give us another shot at what you would do for Wonder Woman three. And she went, "Absolutely not! I'll see you all in hell." Yeah, that's apparently not true because she released a statement saying she didn't leave and that her relationship with James Camp, uh, James Gunn, sorry, and Peter Safran was civil. She said it's simply not true. I never walked away. I never Craig David did it. She said, "Mason, wow, I was open to considering anything asked of me. It was my understanding there was nothing I could do to move anything forward at the time. DC is obviously DC is obviously buried in changes they are having to make. So I understand." These decisions are difficult right now. She also mentioned that her Star Wars movie, Rogue Squadron, is still in development, though huh. she was very precise in saying that. That doesn't mean it will happen, <laughs> right? but it is in development. Mm. She went away to do something else and came back and huh. they're apparently working on My it. My production office is over a big hatch. And if oh, yeah. they pull the lever of the hatch, it will open up and my whole production office falls into a pit of fire. All the papers. Yeah, all the papers, yeah. All, oh, the, no. all the staff. <laughs> all the staff. Yeah. That's terrible yeah. news. That's right. If she makes one wrong move. Oh, no. All the staff, all her interns are just shaking, looking at like <laughs> the latest issue of Variety or whatever, looking at box office numbers for her last movie. And they're like, <laughs> they're ready to leap at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> Grab something on the ceiling. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so there we go. That's an update from last yeah. week. Oh, I was going to say, what do you think of the Warhammer universe? Oh, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to come back to it. Oh, you are going to come back to it. You've thrown out my order of things. So I put this well, in a very specific. No, order. I said, Mason, that I didn't <laughs> want that. I okay. explicitly said before the show, don't bring. I'll pretend to throw to you. And then you say, no, James. Oh. I know you've got a method to your madness and you've probably thought this through. And I won't interrupt. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I recall. Now, what I said, James, is, James, stop pissing in all those jars. <laughs> Sealing them up for later. Nobody Look, wants those. You said those. two things. Yes, I did. I, yeah, I did say two things, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, this is by Variety. Mm. So they reported that 
they are folding in the Batman, as in the Robert Battinson Batman, <laughs> into I'm not going to like that was a mistake, but I'm just going to leave it. Okay, great. Uh, into the DCU, he's going to be the official new Batman. Who's saying this? Uh, Variety rumor, and this is rumor. Yeah, this is a guy called Adam Bavari on Adam Twitter. Adam the big liar. That's right. Wow. But James Gunn said on Twitter, "There are a few reporters I love more than Adam." Truly a good guy, but in this case, he needs to get a new source as this is entirely untrue. Wow. And if he looks below his feet, below his desk, he'll see a big hatch open <laughs> and he's going to fall into a big fight. Oh, no. Yeah, it's just the price of doing business in it Hollywood, baby. Is Mason. I wish it wasn't. Mm. I'm not fussed. Mason, apparently, though, he also said, not apparently, he said that Batman will be a big part of the DCU and also that Ben Affleck might be directing something. Oh, yeah. But he will not be Batman, as we will, we will be talking about. Now, Speaking of people not being a thing. Oh, yes. This is a statement released from Henry Cavill after he recently said he was Superman again. Oh, no. And we saw him as Superman. And we saw him. He said, hello, everybody. I'm back. I'm Superman. We're going to have a big talk. I'm going to be in a movie with Black Adam. (laughs) Are you? (laughs) That's going to be good, I reckon. I never thought it was going to happen. Didn't you? Okay. I didn't think that. I didn't think they'd fire him immediately. No, no. But I didn't did. think they were going to do a Black Adam you Superman that, movie. You thought that the timeline between, you thought the time period between him announcing his return in the Black Adam post credits and the new Superman movie getting cancelled will be longer than like a week and a half. <laughs> yes, I, that, I uh, did. Yeah. That, that is true. But no, I didn't think they were going to be like up next. Black Adam fights Superman. No, of course not. No. Anyway, he said, I have just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, that's fun, uh, prior to their hire, uh, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. I think also that he, he, all the stuff that he released wasn't like, and I'm doing a new Superman movie. He that's just true. said, I'm back, mm. and, I, and I met Black Adam. Mm. Uh, the changing of the guard is something that happens. I, I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved in the, with the new universe the best of luck and the happiness of fortunes, et cetera, et cetera. Superman's still around onwards and upwards, mm, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 et cetera. Oh, what if it just turned real sour towards the middle there? As far as I'm concerned, Superman's dead. Whatever, whatever. He died on the toilet, <laughs> off camera. Yep. Here's me doing an impression of that. <laughs> 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 I'm dead. I just suck. It's not even from a kryptonite poo. It's just, I'm just I just died on the toilet. <laughs> this is in all mediums. It's counted in comics and everything. Yeah. I would love that. And just everybody checking their contracts. Oh, my God, he's right. <laughs> what do we do? So, no, he said it's been a... F- I guess we get his son to be the new... And my son's dead too. He died on the adjoining toilet. We've got one of those weird bathrooms where there's two toilets. They're facing each other. <laughs> it's late. It's late here. It is late. Yeah. It's only going to get later. Yeah. He said, it's been a fun ride uh, with you all onwards and upwards. Here's the thing, though. James Gunn... He then- should have set up up and away. Yeah, no, he said the different thing. Oh. He's not a true fan, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. Out, yeah. Clearly. Look, it is a shame mm. because I feel like he never made the definitive Superman That's movie. True, yeah. We've talked about this multiple times. I'm not going to rehash it. Yeah. But also, I get it. He's 40 and mm. the plans that they're moving forward, they don't yeah. involve that. Anyway, I'll talk about it. So James Gunn said, among those on the slate is Superman. Uh, in the initial stages, our story was focusing on an earlier part of Superman's life so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry and we're big fans. We talked about a number of exciting possibilities to uh, work together in the future. Now, apparently James Gunn has said that he's writing a Superman movie, but while he won't direct. 
I don't think he necessarily won't direct because it seems as if mm-hmm. it could be the first thing out of the gate that might not be like Peacemaker Season 2, which is yeah, currently right, right. happening. It seems like at, from the information that we have, it looks like it's Superman. It looks like Superman is going to be the first thing because that's the only thing that he's really kind of confirmed is yeah, happening. Yeah, right, right, right. And I think the first movie out, you'd think that he would want to direct it, I assume, right? I mean, yes, but also maybe he doesn't want to – Maybe he doesn't want... You can't get that one wrong, is what I'm saying. Oh, interesting. I think you can get it wrong. <laughs> I think you get it very wrong. And I think, what if... What if? Oh, no, I'm not saying you... Obviously, it can be wrong, but I'm saying you. it would be bad to get the, get it, to reboot and then the first one is bad. is bad, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. But what I, I guess what I'm saying is, like, if he directs the first one and it doesn't... And like many Superman movies, it doesn't quite hit the way that people are hoping for, yeah. then people may be like... Oh, this guy thinks he can do everything here. He can chart the direction of this universe. Yeah, He's yeah. going to direct all the movies and blah, blah, blah. But look how badly that turned out. And then they all turn on him. Okay. You know? Would, yeah. They pull that switch and they open the hatch. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got one too. Yeah. They all have them, fair, I guess. Fair, yeah. It's, yeah. Mutually assured destruction, et cetera. That's right. He's got each other's levers. It's random. It's, it's random. It's <laughs> okay. like that movie The Box. Oh, The Box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, pull yeah, a lever. Everybody's got a lever. You pull it. Okay. That's no, great. That, that's not how it would work. Uh, no. Because how would we get how that would you target anybody? How would you target Patty Jenkins? You, know? you couldn't. You couldn't. It's lunacy. Yeah. That's how they should do it, though. I think so. Just somebody in Hollywood dies if somebody else makes a mistake. Yeah. So Mason, he said the script will focus on people were like, oh, was this an origin story? And he said, no, the, the script will focus on the character's life as a cub, cub reporter in the fictional city of Metropolis. Audiences will, will encounter him meeting key characters like uh, colleague Lois Lane. Mm. So it's early days. I'd imagine something like Superman Birthright era. Yep. Not necessarily that story, which mm. I would love to see, actually. It also makes sense that they would go back to this because they just burnt through a lot of Superman years and stories. They did. It's they true. did Death of Superman in the second movie yeah. and then brought him back. Uh-huh. They, they did a bunch of stuff like yeah. really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of things you can do in between there. And I would love to see, and I've said this before, Death of Superman, but with the Superman we we know. <laughs> We've seen for more than a week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, that maybe people like yeah. of Earth. So I mean, I, mean, I think. But imagine kept... Death of Superman and the whole Justice League is there, and you know them all, right. and they're all fighting Doomsday, right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to do that movie in particular, but there's a lot of yeah. stuff. I reckon give it a few more years. Yes. Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess the takeaway from this is that it sounds like it will, because this doesn't fit obviously in the timeline of Man of Steel and etc. So it is going to have to be a, you know, a, a full reboot, and, and it's going to have to really reboot. Pretty much everybody, yeah, you know, because if it's a if it's a uh, a movie set when he's just started his job at the Daily Planet and he's Superman and then he meets Batman and then he meets Wonder Woman and etc., they're going to have to all be fresh new meetings at a different exactly. time than he met them in the Snyderverse and yeah, so on and so forth. Which is why they're recasting everything. Apparently, they've removed Wonder Woman and Superman from the Flash. They had cameos, mm-hmm. and apparently, Henry Cavill got paid two hundred fifty thousand dollars for each of those cameos. Cool. So he did for the Black Adam and and the Flash. That's yeah. half a million dollars. Wow. Which, good money if you can get it, Mason. I'd I think say. So, yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. Both of us agree. Also, you know what this means? We're going to get a, a proper Jimmy Olsen in this universe. I hope so. Because there is no way Gunn is not going to do a Jimmy Olsen. Do you reckon he'll have, he'll have the fin on his head like you? He'll have a fin on his head. Yeah, an orange, or ginger fin. <laughs> They'll call him. It'll be Jimmy Ginger Fin Olsen. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if Henry Cavill plays like. Kingdom Come Superman. Yeah, in the future, down the line. Yeah. Uh, look, it's it's also very also equally likely that they'll just recast him as somebody else. Yeah, like make him Jor-El or something. Or, and there's also yeah. a very real possibility that or you a know, villain. Or, yeah, although yeah. Uh, was was rumored some time ago that he might 
switch to Marvel for maybe one appearance. Like but, Hyperion, know, Hyperion or, or the Sentry and he can fight the, the Thunderbolts or whatever. Yeah, so. so that would be cool too. Yeah. But I think you're right in that at this point, I imagine under- that it's the, it's the same. It's Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, but then he comes in and people go, "That's a guy from another universe." Yeah, from another universe, they've crossed the streams. Yeah, he looks like that guy that died on the toilet from another universe. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk- I'm Hyperion, and I've never died on the <laughs> toilet, and I never will. <laughs> He's got laser eyes. He does, doesn't he? <laughs> that's great for right? him. Yeah. So that's good Thunderbolts stuff. Thunderbolts run. He's never died on the toilet, this guy. <laughs> Maybe we could trick him into it. I don't know. It could be the plot of the story. Yeah, sure, right? Um, but I think you're right that it needs a... If he's not got, dying on that toilet. He's doing that pose that everyone does, <laughs> but he's on the toilet. What's the pose? You know, the super, you know, the, oh, yeah, the throne the, pose. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the, the superhero, superhero landing. landing. You no, could no. do that on the I toilet. I guess you could, yeah. yeah. With your fist in the toilet. <laughs> this is a, Bad show we do, Mason. But I get that what you're saying, like, if he's meeting all the other characters again, it would be weird if it's like Wonder Woman and the flat. They, they're not going to put Ezra Miller back no. in, obviously. But you got to re- It's astounding that that's the movie that keeps going, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Wild. Batgirl, no, thank you. Uh, what about another Superman movie? No, 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 no. The Flash, yeah, let's keep that. I think. What happened? I what think, is the count? What's the contractual thing going on? I there? think The Flash is also going to be the reset point. Oh, right. Even yeah. though Aquaman right. 2 was set after and it mm-hmm. looks like he's – well, Jason Momoa is probably not going to be Aquaman and potentially mm. going to be Lobo. Yeah. But I think that's going to be the reset point. I also think yes. there is the very real possibility, and I'll pro- I could very well be eating my words in oh. years to come, that this – Somebody clip this audio. That this is going to be like as successful as the MCU. Yeah. If, 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 it, if, it, if done correctly <laughs> – yeah. I'm, I'm a lot of caveats here, obviously, mm, but the yeah. idea of rebooting it with these people involved in it, uh-huh. a fresh start, James Gunn has done, like mm. he's worked in superhero universes before and all of that. That's he true. has a good understanding of all of this. I think he has like a range of abilities that's not just mm. grimy, gross stuff. He can do heart and all of that. And yeah. I think you need that for so many of these properties. Mm-hmm. I think there's a very real chance that this could be better than the MCU if done correctly. Because how many of these characters are iconic, but people are just like, I don't like these versions. Right, yeah. And I know there are people that are, including us, like there's things of it we, we like, but you can't take that stuff that they've done, mm-hmm. old Ben Affleck who doesn't want to do it, like a 40-year-old Superman who's dead and back and Clark Kent died, but he's back working. At, he had a funeral, but he's back working yeah, and whatever. Right. Wonder Woman was in the 80s and The Flash is doing things in real life that you – this is it's fucked, right? Yeah, I agree. I'm not saying there's not good yeah. things in there, but it's fucked. Yeah, it, like you you need to reboot it at this point. Yeah. It's like what would be the and also you know if if we've reached a point where perhaps people are a little tired of the MCU because it's yes, I, I mean you know one option is we just let the whole thing collapse in on itself. Yep. But what if you are like hey point of difference? Look, we're doing fresh, interesting stuff here. Yeah, and the cinematography is better. Also, I would I would say arguably. I mean, maybe not now necessarily, but just bigger characters in general, mm. like more known characters. Yeah, yeah. And they don't – like Marvel are in the phase of like bringing in new versions of existing characters and phasing out more popular characters right. where they have Superman, Batman, The Flash, Wonder mm. Woman. They, st- they start – Green Lantern, whatever. They're uh-huh. starting from scratch and they can yeah, use yeah. everybody for at least a decade. I guess they can, but that is a gear shift I think for James Gunn. Yeah, totally. Because more like a, get the D-list characters and make them interesting. No, I think I don't think he he's doing this to do that. I think he will I think he will do that. Yep. I think we're going to see a bunch of weird D-list stuff, mm-hmm. but I think I don't know, I just think there's the p- potential for this to be like 
I mean, obviously, yeah, like yeah. that this could be enormous. Mm. Or um, someone's playing this back to me in a couple of years and they're like, you're an idiot. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. if, it's, if it's good, yeah, yeah, if yeah. it's good, it will be good is yeah, my yeah. point. That's true. Yeah. Man, wonder what how, how are they going to fold? I mean, I guess a lot of it stuff you could be like, well, I could fold Peacemaker in because whatever. We didn't really see. Yeah. We only saw some of the Justice League, you know. Also, like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, it would be kind of <laughs> like it would be it would be. Hilarious if, like, he cancels everything except his own show. Very, very good. <laughs> but you know what? He's allowed to do that. Yeah. They gave him the, that's the true. keys. And people like them generally, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's so, right. Um, but I th- speaking back to what you said earlier, when you said The Flash might be the reset point, that is, I feel, traditionally DC's thing to do, which yes, is reset everything exactly. within the context of the story. So you can say, well, all the other stuff existed before, but then the universe was annihilated. Yeah. And now, so people can't be like, well, you just said Henry Cavill... Superman didn't exist. Well, he did exist. Yeah. But they rebooted it just like they rebooted Superman in it's the It's the comics. same as like Crisis on the Infinite Earths mm. or New yeah. 52 or New Rebirth Crisis. Zero That's the one. Yeah. Exactly. All, it's just doing that, but in mm. movies, basically. Mm. And that, again, like that can go any number of ways as it has in the comics. But it, yeah. it can and has worked mm. sometimes. <laughs> Ooh, do you think they'll fold the Watchmen universe in? God, in the don't. Movies? No, don't. don't oh, they're do doing a lot, though, aren't they? Just leave it's, it. It's happening currently in the comic books, I think. There's yeah, a, stop, stop it. Stop it, Jeff Johns, who's probably doing it. I don't I know. I think to... Dr. Manhattan has a kid called the Watchmen. Yeah, now. no, I read it and whatever. Okay, right, how's that going? I, I read it ages ago. <laughs> okay, great. The, where he went in Superman, whatever. Yeah. With the, with the, we read it. We no, talked Doom's about it. No, there's more. There's more after oh, this. I, uh, there's more after that. Great. Yeah. It is great. It's really good. It's pretty great. Anyway, this is by uh, THR. So Henry Cavill, of course, will not be returning to The Witcher. Mm-hmm. People are saying, well, he quit The Witcher to do Superman, and I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think he. it seemed like he wasn't happy with a lot of stuff regarding that. And also Liam Hemsworth is now The Witcher and whatever. Yeah, that's right. But he's going to be, as you mentioned, Travis Warhammer, and he released a statement. Right. <laughs> I've loved Travis Warhammer since I was a boy, making this moment truly special for me, the opportunity to shepherd this cinematic universe Shepard, Commander Shepard, like from Travis Warhammer, Mason. Yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from its inception. And enemies, bitter enemies. <laughs> it's true. It's quite the order of responsibility. I could be more grateful for the hard work put in by Vertigo. Amazon, it's going to be in Amazon Studios. Amazon Studios and Games Workshop to make this happen. One step closer to making an eye on a lifelong dream come true. So there you go. He's Mr. Warhammer himself. Mr. Warhammer himself. I right. know... Obviously nothing about that. But it's always been in the universe where I see like a figurine or a games workshop and I'm like, okay. The, I am very excited to see just the aesthetic yeah. put, to, put to film. Like we've seen it in video games and yeah. we've seen it in other stuff. You know, there's a lot of fan films on YouTube and so sure. on. But uh, I'm, I'm excited to see a huge budget put to this awful universe that is horrible. <laughs> what, what do you say awful? Well, no, it's just, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it's a, it's a, it, it's a universe that looks great, but it's this, you know, it's it's a universe where everybody's at war all the time. And Warhammer. Everybody's at Warhammer all the time. Yeah. And it's just kind of this decaying universe. Is it whoever's got the Warhammer is winning? That's right, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a big game of tag. You see that movie Tag with Jeremy Renner? Yeah, I did. It's not good, but go on. What did he think of it? What did Jeremy Renner think? Because you saw it with you Jeremy Renner. You said that. <laughs> you saw it with Jeremy Renner. How dare you lay that trap for me? That is rude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He was in it also, so yeah, I imagine I he would like it. Yeah. I, I told him I liked it, but I didn't like it. Wow. I didn't finish it, I don't think. Yeah. I'm like, it's fine. Mm. Yeah, well, I, the, but the, the, you know, the people who are like, man, I would love to live in the Warhammer universe. Would you? Mm. I'd rather have a lovely tea party, quite yeah. frankly. Do you think there's a very good chance that this could just look like that or happen, like just the Warcraft movie? 
I know people are like, I don't get this and why is everything so big and wide? That's a great question. Everyone's big and wide and all their guns, so are, wide. their guns and swords are big and wide. I'm also curious as to who he will play because the... Travis Wormer. Yeah, that's a good point. No, well, who are the characters? Well, I mean, I, I like in the overall lore, there's the emperor yeah. who's been sort of... He's in like a giant golden iron lung because he was he was, I know, betra- I've seen he was that. betrayed thousands of years ago and 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 etc. And so, but he he sort of he projects the energy that helps the the Imperium of Man navigate the stars etc. Is he nice? No, he sucks. he's an emperor. Yeah. But he also might have been Jesus. What? Yeah, real Jesus or like Warhammer yeah, Jesus? No, oh, what? Well, there's what's the difference? Well, in the Warhammer universe, is that said in our universe in the future, right? Yes, is that it is, right? Yeah. So literal Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is great stuff. It mate. is great I stuff. I am loving this awful yeah. universe. See, I also love the lore of, of the Warhammer. So much lore, there's so much Lorehammer. Yeah. And if the wiki isn't called Lorehammer, I will scream. <laughs> Just gonna check now. I won't check now. But but also the so the 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 Space Marines, which are yeah. like the elite soldier of of the Imperium of Man, they are all built essentially from like young men who are turned into these monstrous soldiers yeah. using DNA from their their Primarchs, which are the the guys that are like that founded the the chapters of the Space can't, Marines. I can't wait for the opening crawl of the But they're show. all basically clones of the Emperor. Oh okay. So if Camel They all look the same? I think so. Okay. They'll probably have different scars and stuff. Yeah. But if <laughs> But if Cavill's the emperor, he'd also be all the primarchs. Yeah, okay. So he, does he give himself that? If he's producing this, does he give himself all that, like the our yeah. 14 roles or whatever? Or is he just like a grunt? Like maybe it's like the yeah. – maybe he's a space marine, but he's just, you know, he's he's in the war and just insane stuff happens and he's like, Christ on a bike. That was a big explosion. <laughs> Even for me, and I'm big. That's a, to, yeah. Imagine how little people would experience that explosion. <laughs> This sounds singe my genetically engineered balls. I tell you what. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I appreciate that rundown that you've given me. And there's also big mechs and stuff. Yeah, you know? and they have to move on like octagonal spaces. Yeah, I hope, I'm looking forward to that. I'm <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to that uh, uh, um, tabletop element being introduced into the series, and they have to abide by the law. Yeah, the law hammer. Yeah, the law hammer. Great. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, this is by Al Mayimbe on Twitter. Do you play any of the video games? Maybe. Space Marine? Maybe. I honestly don't know. The one know. On, the X- on Xbox? Nah, don't know, mate. Probably. Space Hulk? Yeah. I think you're lying. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you I just was. want this segment to be over? Yeah, that's okay, right. Great. Wow. wow. I thought I this is the easiest. I don't, I don't think you're excited about the Lawhammer at all, quite frankly. I thought, what's the easiest way to move this forward? I'll just lie. <laughs> but, you know. Well, it didn't work. No, nah, not this time. Yeah, that's right. Just okay. most of the time. <laughs> this is by Al Mayimbe who says, uh, apparently The Rock on Twitter, The Rock turned down a cameo in Shazam 2. Which oh, seems yeah. ridiculous because that's the movie you're supposed to be in. Yep. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, uh, this is via Puck News, specifically from Matt Baloney, who said, and you mentioned Matt this. Matt Baloney. Yes, you mentioned okay. this last week. It might be Baloney, B-E-L-O-N-I. Anyway, mm. The Rock's PR team leaked the story apparently to Deadline that we read through last week that was like, actually, Black Adam made more money than oh, ever. yeah. And it actually made a lot of money, like the first <laughs> Captain right. America movie, et yeah, cetera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the quote from the article is, one of them, it's a pretty funny article, is one of the sillier trade stories of all time. Oh, nice. Which it did read that way. Yeah. Uh, so we talked about that last week. Mm. Now, also... This kind of blew up as well that apparently The Rock unfollowed the Black Adam and Warner <laughs> yeah. Brother Discovery accounts on Instagram. Wow. But he well, you said, know it's over. No, no. Well, he came oh. on Twitter and he said, listen, 100% not true. My finger slipped. 
No. Now, never followed either account on IG. Now, in response to Brandon Davis, who apologized for posting about it, said, we're always good, bro. Insanely toxic time and culture. On a positive note, tell your mama I said hi. Because he's having wow. sex with his mum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems. A real Rove Live situation, it, it seems. It certainly is like the TV show Rove Live, Mason. Mm. Great reference Thank to you. a great Australian show. Mm. Are you just saying that's a great reference to a great Australian show so we can go to the next segment? Yes, Mason. That's what I thought. <laughs> well, too bad. Here's a tweet from at Superman on film. Okay. He says, since The Rock has rewritten his history with Black Adam, and I was actually covering this stuff on a daily basis in the mid-2010s, I'd like to clue you in on the real history of his association with DC. Because oh you know God. The Rock's always been like, man, I loved Black Adam since I was a kid. No, you didn't. You're a liar. <laughs> Nobody did. <laughs> he was a weird second string of villain for a guy who was a copy of Superman. <laughs> and he, a lot of the time, he, like, he was just like a weird little man. Yeah. Yeah, you know? You're just saying you did because you want to move to the next movie, aren't you, The Rock? You're lying. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, um, while he's recently stated that he's been working on the film for 15 years, he's been attached to several DC roles before deciding to go with Black Adam. For example, he was going to be Lobo. He was was attached to a Lobo film with Brad Payton directing, which evaporated in 2013. From there, he went to tease that he'd be a Green Lantern. In 2014, he started dropping hints on Instagram and Twitter about playing Jon Stewart. And even at that time was teasing a fight with Superman for some reason with a hashtag, hashtag John Stewart can still whoop Superman's ass. That's good stuff. And leaving open-ended teasers to fans. It's After that, a, it became sort of clear that he's... John Stewart. Yeah, yeah. After that... <laughs> After that... The, the talk show host. Yeah. Yeah. After that, it became sort of clear that his DC his deal with DC was more of an open-ended development situation. For example, he could choose to either play Shazam or Black Adam. Unlike most actors, he wasn't locked down for just one character. Should have so. picked Shazam. Yeah, right? Yeah, mm. for real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think he could have done that. I mean, you see him playing other people as children in Jumanji. Yeah. Which is maybe why he didn't That's want true. to do it. Anyway, uh-huh. so it says he finally arrived at Black Adam in 2015 and it's becoming clear that the reason he hitched his wagon to that character was because he felt he could make him the centre of a whole universe of characters that revolve around Black Adam. <laughs> he wouldn't have that ability with Jon Stewart because Jon Stewart was like, well, the Greenlands were like in the Snyderverse. Yeah. So he'd just be one guy in that. Yeah, but he's also just one guy in this. He, now he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I res- honestly, I respect the hustle, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he made a, he made a really big run at it. Mm, that's true. And, it, you know, it didn't pan out, and that's okay, you know? You, you, well, maybe it'll pan out. <laughs> if I'm, You know, because there'll be DVD and home rental, rental blockbuster. Yeah, no, I get that. You go down a blockbuster, not... it'll be the front there. You'll be like, oh, I'll get a day an overnight at yeah, blockbuster. I get what you're saying, but it's not going to continue, is it? No. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it'll probably make money on the back end. Mm. Yeah, it will eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or that merch and whatever. But, yeah, that's true. So there you go. Good luck to him. Here's a question, though. Go on. I feel like this hurt his brand. Yeah. And do you think yeah. that is true? I mean, do you think going into the next movie, like a studio is going to be like, maybe we won't give this guy $25 million and like 10% of the whatever? I don't know. I think it maybe no, I think it maybe only hurt his brand with like internet cynics such mm. as us. Okay. I think that the general public, because he's still like, he's fun on Instagram and whatever. That's what I'm saying. I think and... the general public and uh, maybe they'll just be like, eh, rare miss for The Rock. We'll see him in the next Hobbs and Shaw or Red Notice 2 and Red Notice 3 and Red Notice 4 and Red Notice 5, I would not. I would not be surprised. Uh-oh. And maybe it won't happen. Ready to clip this out, folks? No, he does like whatever the Fast 11. 
Is uh-huh. that the last fast movie? Yeah, They're last, currently last filming fast. One. Fast 11, last fast. And you come, Question mark. Yeah, except Just in case. Just in case. What, what do you want? <laughs> do you want another? <laughs> you want more? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, at this point he needs a bit of a boost, you uh-huh. know, yeah. returning to a character because who else is he going to return to? The Scorpion King? Yeah. I mean, there's Jumanji, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's not like, I can't wait for your character from Jumanji Whatever Skyscraper Man. Skyscraper Man. This time he's missing both of his legs. Oh, no. Yeah, but that's more exciting, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, or perceived to be, but <laughs> imagine. So, yeah, but Hobbs is a character that people, they know the name of. They sure do. And I, They're like, that's either Hobbs or Shaw, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying it's going to happen because there's there's egos and him mm-hmm. and Vin Diesel and whatever, but that's I'm true. saying it wouldn't surprise and me. And they could iron it out for $20 million each, I'm pretty sure. Or Mason, yes. he could be God of War <gasps> because this is coming to Amazon Prime. Uh, now, I was like, when are they starting in the God of War storyline? Oh, in terms of? Are they going to do all the just the, the original games where it's just a very angry man screaming and killing his way through? Where do you think Greece? they should start? Well, the smart play would be the 2018 reboot. Do you think so? Sequel. Which they are doing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. I, because I, you can do all I the character, that. whatever. That's true. Because I don't know if you've ever seen even a fraction of those games. He's the worst. Yeah, he's, he's I bad. I mean, it's yeah. fun to play, yeah, 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 but he's yeah. terrible and unlikable. Mm, yeah. And I think you, pro- you they might even do a that's, little. Uh, that's James. That's a that's a beta male opinion. Yeah, you're he's right. Cool I dude. guess it is a cool he's dude. He's a cool dude. You're right. He's cool. Yeah. I didn't say he wasn't cool, Mason. That's true. Yeah. Well, what about what about a TV series that follows the plot of? God of War and Ragnarok, but we yeah. get flashbacks to him being Well, awful. that's what I think they're going to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I, I think they might do a little montage up top and be like he was this and this and whatever and then he got mm-hmm. the ashes of his dead family and, sure, yeah, yeah. and now he lives in a wood, cabin in the woods or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or I'd like to see even just a whole episode dedicated to that time period yeah. mm-hmm. or a few episodes, you mm-hmm. know. And so that way you kind of like, for those who don't know, you're like what is the deal with this guy? Yeah. And then – you do just do a whole episode set in ancient Greece where he just kills literally everybody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're like, I didn't like this guy, but I like him more than when he was young. That <laughs> sucked. Yeah. It's a real yeah. character evolution for me. I don't I like think. him. I don't like him at all. Mm. Anyways, are you excited for that? Yes. And go on. Are you surprised by that? This being a show that they're doing. No. Yeah, that's right. That's a how's the Last of Us doing? It's not, it's out, not out yet, yet but it's but people seem to be hyped. And excited People for are hyped it. and excited. Yeah. And PlayStation loves dads team up with somebody else and they do That's a thing. That's true, yeah. You know? It's probably <laughs> Big dad market, it's yeah. probably what Ratchet and Clank is about. Maybe, yeah. Clank is the son. <laughs> Ratchet is the, the dad, I think, Mason. Because yeah. uh-huh. he probably built the robot. Is that right? I don't know. Dak and Jackster. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Other titles, other popular <laughs> titles. Nathan Drake and Sully. There's one. Yeah. Dad and son, sort That's of. That's true. Yeah. All dad and son over at Nathan PlayStation. Drake and Daxter. What about that? Very good. Yeah. They probably fought in that PlayStation Battle Brawl. I bet game. they did. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Trailers ahoy! <laughs> How many trailers do you see on the, tra- the trailer ship today? Arr. Is that a- um, it's uh, four. Oh, I s- it's four, basically. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> four score and seven minus four score and three. Very good. That's what a pirate would say. Was that what a pirate would say? Yes. Now, Mason, I know you haven't watched this trailer because we talked about it before the show. Okay. There's a new trailer for Scream 6. Okay. And the M at the end makes the V in the I. Incredible work in, in 
sneaking in a number into a into a logo. Incredible well, it's also work. interesting because the last movie was just called Scream, mm. and that yeah. was Scream Five. Right. I hate that. But wasn't there a Fast and Furious movie just called Fast and Furious? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're following that. System, yeah, but that's right? not right, Mason. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong and rude. Mm. Anyways, I uh, think it's very cool. this time. Yeah. <laughs> That's an off. That's an off-air joke. That's right. That makes no sense, and the mm-hmm. people were talking. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows anybody. It does, it's irrelevant. But but it, it was very funny. Just just know that. Um. Anyway, so they're in the city. It's scream in the city this okay. time. Uh, a la uh, Sex uh, in the City. Yes. Jason no, I was going to say uh, yeah. Manhattan. Yes. Yeah, there we go. That's where I'm going. So it's going to be set in New York. A la uh, Maniac of New York. Oh yeah, mm. good comic. So I think it's about time they move Scream as well. Have they? Because I've only seen what have I seen? One. one. I saw Scream one. Yeah, we did a commentary on <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you watched it with us talking over it, yes, which that's is not true. a good way. To so watch I really it, haven't yeah. watched any of them. No. So are all the Scream movies set in the same town usually? Mostly, I think one's in a university town or something. I can't remember. Speaking right. of commentaries, but within the same within the tri-state area, yes, yes, I would imagine. Yes. yes. Speaking of commentaries, there's going to be a uh, we're doing the Polar Express for <laughs> sure Christmas. Sure are. We haven't done it yet, mm-hmm. but boy. We're excited. We are looking forward to We're it. So excited. That will be up, like probably when you hear this. Yeah. Anyways, um, aside from that, let's move forward. Let's talk about. Oh wait, well, did I answer your question? Was it a teaser? Did I? Do we see all the characters? Yeah, they're on. They're in a, a subway train. Why are the, why are the characters from Scream in going to New York City, baby? I don't know. They're that get, famous New York they're trying slice. to get away from the Scream. Right, right. But not the slice. The, they're going to get a different kind of slice. They're going to get a different slice. A, a big knife. knife. A big knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Neve Campbell's not going to be in this one. Oh. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I like the last one, and I'm glad they're making them. Is she going to be in a Lost in Space reboot? She wasn't in the first Lost in Space. No, but somebody else was. Yeah. It was vaguely related. Was. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, From Party of Five. Correct, yes. And, yes, that's very good. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not? It's just not. Well, I was hoping you'd lie and we can move forward, mm. Mason. Anyway, there's another trailer, though, this oh, week. Yes. A couple others. One mm. is for Barbie, which is the yep. Greta Gerwig Barbie movie, which mm-hmm. has Margot Robbie as giant Barbie, it seems, from this trailer. Mm-hmm. She's 19 feet tall. Uh-huh. Where do you think that's going to play in cinemas? Just this woman terrorizing a town. Oh, you think? You think that's going to be consistently? Giant, giant clothes for Going to be her. consistently 19 yeah, feet tall? stomping on little girls and whatever. Hi, James. I think it's just, it's just a fun little homage to the movie 2001 I Space Odyssey. Is that what you think, Mason? Yeah, hang on. Perhaps I didn't get it across correctly. <laughs> You've actually sold me on that. Yeah. Um, yes, you're right. It is a fun little homage. Yeah. But we still don't get any clue as to what. There's the flashes plot is. of the town, but no. Yeah. When I when like, is she a toy that's come to life? Does she exist in a toy world? Is she, does she exist in the real world, like the Brady Bunch? And she, yeah, because not... it looks from what we've seen from like the on-set stuff. Is she the woman that the Barbie toy is based on? Yeah, I guess we'll never know. So here's the, some of the casting: mm-hmm. Margot Robbie as Barbie. Yep. Ryan Gosling as Ken. Simu Liu as another Ken. Uh-huh, sure. Shuti Gatwa is also another Ken. Terrific. Issa Rae is Barbie also. Okay. So it seems like there's going to be multiple versions of these characters. I love the, the toys, how the toys work. Yeah, but aren't Barbie's friends, like, if you look differently, you're not Barbie, you're Barbie's mate or whatever? That's a great question. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> James, I wish I knew enough. I, I wish I knew as much about Barbie lore as I did Lorehammer. Sure. The, the law of Warhammer. The law of Warhammer. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Anyway, this is intriguing to me. Mm, I like is, the yeah. idea of this and I think it's not – it doesn't feel just like a – it doesn't feel like Battleship but Barbie no, that's or true, whatever, yes. You know, just, a, just it doesn't a, feel like happening. It doesn't feel like it, it is just a mechanism to sell Barbie toys even though there will be like Margot Robbie Barbie toys and Absolutely. all the multiple cans and all that sort of stuff. So Now, you prefer a Bratz toy or a Barbie? 
I don't Brat's know. got the big eyes and they're like, Ugh! Did Brat's, are Brat's illegal now or something? Illegal? Didn't they Didn't they lose a copyright lawsuit and they can't make Brat's anymore? Uh, Brat's. Because they ripped somebody off? I don't know. Copyright. Can I make my own Brat's? Jury rejects Mattel's Brat's copyright claim. Huh. So there you go. So apparently there was a lawsuit. At I don't some know point. anything about Brat's, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Wasn't there a TV show? It doesn't well, matter. something from Plagiarism Today. There's an article from 2011 <laughs> that says, How the Brat's verdicts may impact you. Whoa. It what? says, You, Nick Mason. <laughs> what? <laughs> How old is this article? It also says not the drummer from Pink Floyd, Nick Mason, who will be on the Weekly Planet two years from now. What? Yeah, that's true. Do you know we're ten years next year of this show? Yeah. Ridic. Get less for murder. It's true. Mm-hmm. Depending on the circumstances, obviously. Yeah, yeah, like if they really deserved it. It was a manslaughter, whatever. Like yeah, yeah. you hit a guy in the pub and he, mm. and he died and whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was an true. accident. You probably, yeah, yeah you're right. Mm. Yes. We're less manslaughter and more man's laughter. That's true. Anyway, Barbie. Let's all look forward to it. Let's all look forward to it. I'm excited for this. Now, then there was a trailer also this week for the movie 65. Yes. Which, quite frankly, go on, is it looks amazing and I, and I love everything about it. Amazing, but also baffling? Not so if much. If you want to go into an Adam Driver movie, like a sci fi movie called 65, you don't want to, you don't want to know yeah, anything. Don't watch about this trailer. Don't watch this trailer and maybe skip like a skip minute. Skip ahead, yeah. Uh, because. What the movie is is revealed at the end of the trailer. Yeah. Um, and also in the name, sort of. In Also in the name. So the big reveal for this movie is Adam Driver is in a spaceship. He's yeah. In, it's, it's some, he's some sort of future spaceman with a future laser gun. He says hello. And he, he's in a ship and he's transporting some people across the stars and then he crashes onto a planet and it's just him and a little girl. And he's like, I'm going to protect this little girl. And he's like, what's, oh, what's no, out, there's what's aliens. What's out here on this planet? What's out, look out for these aliens. But then... They're freaking dinosaurs, bro. Because he's on Earth at 65 billion years in the past, bitch. <laughs> so how does this play out? Is he a man from future human civilization who's gone back in time? Or yeah. is he an alien man who just happens to look a lot like a human and he's landed on Earth? I think it's that. You think it's that? Um, I think I would also prefer that for some reason. Okay. It seems like from the technology that you can't really tell. It's like, it could be futuristic technology, uh-huh. but the, the interface, there's no English in it or whatever. Okay, but he's right. speaking English, of course. But what I love about this is yes. someone went, fuck Jurassic Park. Let's do dinosaurs <laughs> in a different scenario for right. once. Uh-huh. Thank God. Yeah, you've and talked I know about this in the past. Yeah, yeah. There's, I know there's been examples of it, like, mm. and there's been nature stuff that they've done, and all that is incredible, and I'm Yuck. a big fan of that. But what, and then, like, Velocipasta and... Then there's Godzilla's and whatever, but Uh I'm talking like actual real life looking dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. And this, just everything about this I love, except the title, which sucks sort of a little bit. Okay. I think it could tank based on the title alone. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get a reap title sooner. Adam Driver fights the dinosaurs. Adam Driver does a big dinosaur fight. He has to punch so many of them. (laughs) Cadillacs and dinosaurs and Adam Driver. Yeah. Anyway, it's again, it's got that thing of a dad and a little kid, which is very popular at the moment. That's, as, a, that's, as a, that's a one quadrant movie, dads. <laughs> but that's all you need. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick proved that. I'm goddamn jazzed for this, Mason. Mm-hmm. It feels like when they first put like zombies and Nazis together. Sure. To kill them, obviously, in games. Mm-hmm. Like, it just makes sense. And this makes sense to me. Adam Driver and, and uh, Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, and Future of Past yeah, yeah. and whatever. Do you think he's going to, do you think the end, the finale of this movie is he. Genocides the dinosaurs? Like he kills Maybe all of them? Maybe. God damn. That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. By accident? No, I think he's he's got a nuclear weapon in yeah, his ship or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or he pulls a comet from orbit and he's like, God. I've had enough of this and I'm pulling a comet mm. from I didn't want to do this, but yeah, I'm yeah. pulling a comet from I'm orbit. I'm setting my gun from semi-automatic <laughs> fire to pull an asteroid out of the solar system <laughs> and crash it on this planet. You made me you do made this. You made me do this. <laughs> Bang. So do you think also maybe they're like – 
the original humans and whatever. Oh, and maybe. Or do you think he's just going to be like, I'm leaving? Like, are they supposed to be seeding a planet? Because it's like an exploratory, oh, yeah, that's it's true. An exploratory vessel, yeah. which again makes me think that it, it, he is are they an all alien. The, are all the other people in cryosleep? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And yeah, it's obviously maybe. big Planet of the Apes vibes because that's kind of our... Okay, how would you feel about stuff. at the end? Maybe Adam Driver dies... And then, like some people, he, th- he thinks all the other people died, but they didn't die. And then some of them come out of the cryopod, and it's like, "What's your name? My name's Adam. What's your name? My name's Eve." What do you think about that? Would that oh, ruin mate. the movie? If, for I, you? if I was there, yeah, yeah. if I was in the movie, yeah. I would use that gun to pull another asteroid out of space. <laughs> wow, if that happened. Wow, yeah, wow, that's what I would do. Mm. When did humans evolve? Well, well after that. That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah by a very long time. Well, maybe the cryopod is is is. Underground. Maybe they've got some primates and stuff as well, and whatever. Maybe, maybe they've got some primates. Well, it's like that's like how in the movie Warhammer. Anyways, we also had a trailer for Across the Spider Verse. Yeah, and what was exciting about this trailer to me, Mason? Crazy cameos all the time. All the every t- cameo, every Spider Man you've ever seen, they're all in this. I got a list from Polygon.com. PS4 Spider Man guy, isn't yep. there? Yep. Um, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, but he's big and wide. Wow, he's, he's the bad guy, sort of. It's yeah, like, I think the it's, it's a multiple Rick situation. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Um, no, he won't. But then Spider Woman, but it looks like the Jessica Drew version. Apparently, mm. Spider Punk is going to be there, and it's going to be Daniel Kaluuya. It's is it Spider Punk? Yes, that's great. Love that. Mm-hmm. The uh, Japanese Spider Man, mm-hmm. love that also. Spider Man India. Okay, great. Bombastic Bagman. <laughs> oh yep, Spider Man with the bag in his head. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Insomniac Spider-Man that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And an actual Insomniac Spider-Man. He's yes. just like, God. The amazing Spider-Man. God, you got any tips or anything? I took, so took a sleeping <laughs> pill, but, oh, no, warm milk doesn't work. No, it really He's just doesn't. on the phone. He's just on the phone to MJ. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, mate, you got any tips? Sing me a song. <laughs> Sing me a song so I can go to bed. Because <laughs> um, the longer I think about it, the more anxious I get about it. You know, so I can't just say, don't think about it, but I can't. <laughs> I try to ASMR, I hate it. People are just chewing in my ear, but I don't know, like, a, who's this doing that? Stop. Uh, the Amazing Spider Monkey, uh, Lady Spider, and okay. also Undies Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is Undies. Spider-Man. Scarlet Spider, okay, which is the yeah. Ben Riley version. Mm-hmm. Cyborg Spider Woman. Whoa. Um, and there's others, et cetera. Nice. There's all of them. Yeah. They'll all be in it. Anyway, looks great. Love the different animation mm-hmm. styles. Love that Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker is missing his baby from the baby carrier. What happened there? <laughs> probably got kidnapped. Probably got kidnapped. Nah, he probably just left it somewhere. He seems pretty chill. Now, there was some, what I think is maybe, she wasn't in the trailer, but I think maybe some concept art got released. Is that real concept art? Of, of little baby Mayday Parker? I haven't seen that, no. Oh, maybe I'll find it. Maybe you um, should. That'd be, that'd be perfect to show on this podcast, Mason. Oh, come on, mate. Yeah. Making, come on, mate. Making big fun of you. Come on, mate. Here we go. This is from Discussing Film, so veracity to be determined. First look at Peter B. Parker's daughter, Mayday, in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I yeah, get so, that. So a little redhead wearing a little dungarees, which is interesting because if this movie does well, yeah. they'll have to maybe take a, a little look at Peter Parker in the regular Spider-Man comic universe and fix him being a loser. <laughs> because they seem real intent on him being a they loser. They love it, don't they? They love when he's they've, a loser. They've moved Superman forward yeah. for now. They should do the same for Peter which Parker. Which is fascinating because... There's, he also has kids in different timelines yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. And the you know, there's a future Spider Girl in in MCU yeah. two or whatever it is. And like, 
you've got two Spider-Men yeah. officially in the Spider-Man universe. Have one, have Miles Morales be a guy, I'm just a young kid and I don't know what I'm doing. Ah, help. Ah. Help, help, exactly. He can say help a lot. Ah. But then you've got Peter Parker and you can be like, I'm doing great actually, thank yeah. you. You've been looking at me, my adventures for 50 years and I'm actually, I've, I've figured out how to get a bank account. I've figured out how to stop all the villains. I've just got this gun that will pull an asteroid from space. <laughs> That's right. And if anybody steps out of line, I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's right. Bang. Na- bang. And that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. That will make no sense if you skipped the 65 oh, yeah. <laughs> trailer that we talked about. I'm um, very excited for this. It's our mid-year. Can't wait. Um, I'll wait, obviously. You'll have to wait. Yeah, I'll have mm. to wait. And, um, yeah, there's so really much I can't wait for anymore. I can wait. <laughs> yeah, either you reckon? I can wait. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. I can wait. All right. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You've probably heard this, or maybe you've even experienced it. A business gets to a certain size, and then the cracks start to emerge. Things that used to take like a day, and now taking a week. There's too many manual processes just grinding away, and you don't have that one source of truth. If this is you, you should know these three numbers. 37,025, 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and a whole lot more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. 1. Because your business is one of a kind, so you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. NetSuite allows you to have the power of all the information in one place to help you make more effective decisions as quickly as possible so you can keep moving, keep building, keep growing, or have more time off, whatever it is that you're looking to do. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. That's netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash weeklyplanet. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or sales. I definitely prefer don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, 
but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effect. Have you ever been in a situation where you need to search something on the internet, but it's kind of embarrassing and you don't want people to ever find out what you're searching for? It might be like a medical thing or a personal thing or whatever. I don't know what you're up to. I don't know what you're up to. And you might be thinking to yourself, look, I can just go into incognito mode. But let me tell you something. Incognito mode does not hide your activity. It doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browser history. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why. Even when I'm at home, I never go online without ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Now, most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on because it runs seamlessly in the background and it's so easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're protected. ExpressVPN is also available on all your devices. We're talking phones, computers, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you to not be using it. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet. expressvpn.com slash weeklyplanet to learn more. Mason, it's been 84 years Titanic meme since first Avatar. Terrific stuff. That's good. Yeah. And before we get straight into Avatar 2, uh, Hold Hands with a Whale or whatever... Uh, we're going to talk budget. Oh, we're going to talk box office mm-hmm. because obviously the first Avatar movie reclaimed the spot for the biggest and best movie mm. of all time. But also famously for Avatar, mm. it was a grower, not a shower. That's true. In the sense that it didn't do well initially, like the first <laughs> opening weekend, right? Do you know what grow it is? Okay, so no. I'm pretty sure what's what it, this is. Okay, what it means. yeah, yeah. But yeah. it didn't do well initially. But then what word the initial about showings? The, yeah, 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 yeah. But then the then then word got around, and then it became the huge blockbuster, right? So yeah. if that is holds true here, mm. even if it didn't do that great initially, yeah. maybe it'll do $2 billion again. Well, so this cost $350 million. James Cameron has said it needs to make $2 billion to break even, which is a little excessive. I think it's something like it needs like $800 million maybe to break even. It's right? hysterical. Like, it's just... Now, Settle down. The first Avatar made $77 million in its US opening weekend, but as you mentioned, it barely dipped like in mm. its second week and then it just... 
just it just grew went off and in a month as we talked about when we covered it for caravan of garbage it was a two billion dollar movie mm. which is very unusual now this one is going to make uh in the u.s domestically 130 million ish for its opening weekend mm. which is obviously better than the original avatar but and it's going to make 410 internationally uh, but this movie also has the advantage of unlike most movies this year with the exception of a couple like Jurassic World Dominion, it's opening in China. Ah. And I think the first Avatar made something like $200 million in China. So that's okay. big bucks, Mason. That's big bucks. So, again, this is – it's good. A lot of it was projected to be much bigger than this. I see. But I think there is a very good chance that, like the first one, this is just going to have a run. Yeah. And will it be bigger than the first one? I mean, that is possible, I guess. But, you know, $2 billion and et cetera and so forth is a, is a lot. <laughs> yep. But we'll see. We'll see. Absolutely, we'll that see. That being said, what do you think the story was? Oh, come on, mate. Mason, it's been 84 years Titanic, man. Oh, come on, mate. All right, so it's bloody, it's been. It's a bit later on the world of Pandora and yep. bloody Jake Sully's there and Neytiri's there and they've got some kids and whatever. Yep. And then they're like, oh, freaking hell, for reasons, mm-hmm. we're going to go to a different place. We live in the forest. We're cool with the forest. We're going to go to another place. We're going to go to the water, meet the water guys. <laughs> Let's see those guys. Yeah. Those freaking guys. That's the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mason, can you stop playing a clip of the movie I, Avatar 2 The Way of Water? I won't. <laughs> I won't. But then they're like, what? I've got to learn the way of water and then we're going to do a big fight. Yeah. Anyway, before we before we get into the, the talk about the movie, sure. I think we should do a classic because we haven't spoken. Minute, yeah. minute one, we watched this movie separately. Yep. We haven't talked minute one about this movie. I think we should do a classic three, two, one, and then say what we thought of the movie. Okay. You ready? Three, two, one. I, I really thought it liked was pretty it. good. Huh. We both enjoyed it. We both enjoyed it. Now, yeah. as we recently talked about, we were not swept away by the original no. Avatar, despite wanting to be. Mm. And yet this one, I was very much swept away for a large majority of it. When did you dip? It like I definitely dipped, and okay. I will talk about that. Right. But I would say about this movie, I really liked it, and I think it was a significant improvement. Agree. And obviously you'd hope that it would be a significant improvement technically from a movie that came out, what, 13 years yeah. ago, 13 years ago. But that's not why I liked it. No, more, but and it is. It certainly is. Yeah, definitely. But it is also more engaging. And yes. I feel like maybe we did a little bit of a disservice talking about Avatar, like especially when we did the, the uh, Caravan of Garbage. Well, we YouTube. recently did that. How can we get it wrong when we did right? it so recently? Well, that's the thing because I think we've, I've, I think maybe we've both received some correspondence on Twitter and, and emails and so forth where people have said, oh, yeah, I've rewatched Avatar and, you know, didn't didn't love it and maybe I'll just skip this one. And I'm like, I don't think you should skip this I one. Agree. This, is, this is a better movie. But you kind of have to see the first one to get this. Well, it it, yeah. it hits the ground running. Yeah. It is it, James Cameron in his in his ways just assumes you remember. Yeah. Like at one I point think they're that's like good, though. they're like hey, I mean everybody saw it. Yeah, Everyone have true, a vague yeah. memory yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but I mean but maybe if you're younger. But I mean or... recently like at one point that almost immediately they're like hey what's going on with Grace's avatar and I'm like oh who's Grace again? <laughs> oh but Sigourney Weaver's Sigourney character Weaver's Grace. From, the, from the first movie. By the way we're going to do non-spoilers and spoilers skip that's ahead true, yeah. if uh, if when we get to that if you're so inclined. Yeah, yeah. But what I was going to say is mm. um that this movie is in it, like I, I think it's is it different? Is it a different effects team? It's Weta Workshop this time. Who was I, it last time? I think it was also Weta, Weta but Workshop. I think it's also like multiple houses that they are exploiting yeah, 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 and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they're different. And we'll talk one. about the special effects. But what I also yeah. wanted to say is the writing is a lot better. Agreed. And that is because I think the first movie was written exclusively by James Cameron. Okay. And the new one was written by James Cameron, 
and Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silva from a story the trio wrote with Josh Friedman and Shane Salerno. But Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silva are a married couple who are a screenwriting and film production duo. They wrote the reboot of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Oh, okay. Or the, they, 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 they wrote Rise of the Planet of the Apes. They wrote and produced Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and they produced War for the Planet of the Apes. That makes a lot of sense. Right? I mean, those are family and community and yeah, all yeah. of those things. But also I think what is important about that is that the thing about all this, like, you know, Avatar and the Planet of the Apes movies are, you know, incredible technical achievements. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people and, you know, depending on the person and depending on the scene and what have you, there is an element of unreality to the visual effects that you can feel mm. sometimes. Yes. And if you combine that with mediocre dialogue or – you know, a, bor- ca- a boring man, a boring man, or characters that don't act like regular people. You really feel the unreality. Yeah, you sort of disengage from it. But if you go, okay, these characters maybe look a tiny little bit off, but they act like normal people and they they talk like normal they people. They punch like normal. They punch people. like normal people. They I, say that's called a punch, bitch. Right? Exactly. I think they. I think you sort of you push forward and i think maybe they that's a lesson they learned for the planet of the apes movies yeah. and they brought on for this and this i i was way more engaged with the characters i felt they felt more like real people and yeah. i think that is partially that the visual effects on this movie are insane yes insanely good yeah. and that, that i i was actually like oh these characters don't talk like clichés they no. don't talk like titanic anymore no <laughs> it is wild that none of this is real I yes. mean, there are a few people in it, uh-huh. and they build like very few like mm. environments. But for the most part, none of this exists in in any reality. But at this point, I'm like, what? What is real? Yeah. Like, you know, there's a there's a scene on a boat, and I'm like, is the is the is the boat real? Is the bridge on the boat real? Yeah. Is, you know, are they just standing around nothing? You know, is the are the ex- any of the externals real? Yep. I it's impossible to judge now. All the characters like. And again, one of the most difficult things to do, I think, in visual effects is water. And this movie is all it's water. It's just literally water. And it's just like, you know, the characters, a problem I think maybe I had with the last one was like, you know, the eyes are not great, you know, the skin, maybe the yeah. mouth movements. I reckon of this three-hour-plus movie, there was maybe four or five shots of like less than one second where I'm like, that doesn't feel quite right. right. But the rest of them I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, and that could have been because you blinked or coughed or something. Maybe I blinked and coughed. <laughs> At the same time? Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say because it also does a technique where the the frame rate uh, like ramps up and down at certain points. Oh. And we coupled that with a 3D. I didn't I didn't. Love oh, you saw that. it in 3D. I saw it in 3D with yep. the high frame rate. I wish I saw it on a much bigger screen. Uh-huh. But I do wonder how this would play at home. Like I don't feel the urge to be like, I want to get this and put it on a TV and watch yeah, it. Yeah, see, I also have no, I have no urge to that. see it again really. Yeah. Because it's it's I mean it's three hours and ten minutes yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and you, you you know you do feel it you do feel it at times but I will say this I got, I I've, I've you know talked about how I don't like Jake Sully how he's just uh-huh. an empty headed moron who the sure. trees made to do things and now there's a bit of that going on here but it it's got to the point where he's like he's at least a decade on or uh-huh. more so he's got children there's stakes he's part of a community he's not just doing things because he's like all right yeah which right. is how uh-huh. I felt in the first movie mm-hmm. and I think. The gap between this movie and the previous movie, it really serves the story. And yeah. I think it also affected me personally oh. is because 
I was a lot younger 13 years ago and sure. I didn't have children. And I'm not saying you can't, you obviously enjoyed it. You don't have kids. Uh-huh. But I think also. That I know about. <laughs> but like. I don't have any blue four fingered kids that I know about. <laughs> I think if you made this exact movie uh-huh. two years, three years after, yep. this doesn't work. I also think yeah, if right. you release this in the middle of The Force Awakens and even like Avengers Endgame, people uh-huh. would be like, no. This is. <laughs> no, James Cameron. This is the. Perfect time, mm. maybe by choice or accident, to release this movie. Right. There is this gap where some people are like, I'm kind of sick of Marvel and, mm. you know, and we everybody hates Star Wars at the yeah. moment and whatever it seems. I know Andor or whatever, but, you know, I think it's just it, it worked. The timing of this mm. is perfect. But I, I will say I think – there's not enough of Zoe Saldana. Well, I was going to say, like we've. So I mean, this is one of the best things about the first movie. Yeah, I mean, obviously in this one there is there's less of a focus on Jake and Natiri. Yeah, and there's more a focus on the kids. It's more about yeah. the kids growing up and etc. But yeah, it, I I like I, I would say I like most of the characters. But I that's one of the things that I thought is that there's a couple of characters that kind of undercooked. Yeah, and one of which is. Zoe Saldana again. I feel like she was yep. underserved in the first movie and she's been underserved in this one and it is a function of the plot, but it's kind of like, you know, you're not going to give her in a couple of scenes. There is a scene in this where obviously Jake and Neytiri and the kids, they all go to the Way of Waterland. They go to the water, visit yeah. one of the water tribes to take refuge there for reasons we'll talk about later. And there's a moment, there's some Jake Sully narration where he meets the the the, the chieftain of the Cliff water. Cliff Curtis. Ah, yes, that's right. Love and, Cliff uh, Curtis. They, Unrecognisable in this role mm. as a blue guy. <laughs> that's right. Bluish. 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 Greenish bluish. Teal. Mm. Turquoise. Yeah. Um, that's probably but, uh But they, there's a moment where they, they meet and they lock eyes, you know, because they're two, two leaders of these tribes or whatever and, and there's the Jake Sully narration's like, well, he's a tough guy and he's tough but fair and he's a – Bold warrior and everybody fears him, but there's actually one more thing you should fear. And then his wife comes Kate up. Winslet. Kate Unrecognizable. Winslet. That's right. And then uh, she shows up and, and Neytiri shows up and they just stare daggers at each other. And you could, there's a look between Sully and the, the other the chief that's like, sorry, I had to bring my bitch wife along. <laughs> And the other guy's like, yeah, tell me about it. And I'm like, that's that, is on class, brand. that is on brand for the perpetually getting divorced James Cameron. Hey, like, he hasn't been divorced in like 20 years oh, now. Good for, him. Yeah. good for him. But I'm like, that is a that feels like a very James Cameron moment. Sorry about my bitch wife. And they, they just spend the entire movie just being like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Anyway, new characters, obviously Jake Jake and Natiri, and then they've got. Mm. Uh, some kids. They Three kids. They've got. They've Four got kids. Some, they've got kids that they, I don't know. I like them. I don't know any of their names. No, I don't know. Yeah. Either. Uh, but they've got kids that they uh, grew themselves. Yeah. With with birth. Yep. And they've got one they adopted, which we'll I think we'll have to get to in spoilers. Yeah. And then they've just got a just a grubby human kid running around called Spider. You know when you know when you've got you know when you when you're a little kid and there was just a neighbor like a, just a grotty neighborhood yeah. kid. And you're like, like whose kid is this? Yeah, right? Where are your parents? <laughs> Where are they? But he's just a kid who who uh he he was born during the initial uh, invasion of Pandora. Couldn't get couldn't get back because he was too sleeps. young, and yeah. so he's sort of he was raised there and he's gone all native. And he's. I see. I, I love the idea of that character, like a human living among but this put tribe. Put some shorts on. Put some shorts on. Obviously, your little long have pockets. What are you doing? And it's interesting about like who he's related to and how he was raised and all of that. But I hated his dreadlocks, and I found <laughs> that. It, I mean, he, he was good. Like the kid yeah. was good, but incredibly distracting. But no, like you mentioned, I I thought the kids. You know, we're interesting, and I think they kind of telegraphed like how that was going to go. And for the two a sons, of them. I felt mostly. 
Well, one I, of found, them is, I found them hard to tell apart. One of them is just Jake Sully. Yes. And the other one's like, I'm, I want to be like I wish Dad. I was Jake Sully. Yeah. Well, you will be because, <laughs> I don't know, there's more movies. So but, you'll both become Jake Sully eventually. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But what I thought was interesting also, because we also see Sigourney Weaver's avatar. It's still in yes. the tank because uh-huh. if you remember, she died and they tried to transfer and they couldn't and whatever Premier. in the previous movie. And she's the same age. And I, Jake Sully is also looks roughly the same age. I guess so did his his wife. I don't know how any of these people age. But I I I think there was an implication in the first movie that Sigourney Weaver has aged, but her avatar hasn't. Right. And I wonder in a few movies down the line, is Jake Sully going to outlive if he lives, going yeah. to outlive everybody? Because his avatar because his won't avatar age, it's artificial. Is, is, yeah, no, they'll probably be like magic. Or he goes to the magic of the water. What I was gonna say about Spider is yeah. that Despite the fact that you I think that's what would be an interesting yeah, scenario yeah, 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 that would yeah. again set him apart mm. from everything. It's like Superman outlives everybody that's and whatever. True. Yeah, anyway, go on. Uh, I was going to say that whether you like Spider or not as a character, I think he grows on you a bit. Yeah, definitely. No, but yeah. It's just the, hair. the idea. It's just the hair. It's just the hair and the loincloth. Put some shorts on. You have pockets. You put stuff in your pockets. You put a slingshot in your pockets. Yeah. You grubby little boy who's probably 20 something. I don't know. I don't know how old he's he is. He's 18. Is he? Okay. But he filmed it younger, obviously. Ah, uh, right, right, right. So just the idea of. Look, there, there's a reason that there's a there's a narrative reason why the character exists, but I'm also wondering if one of the reasons that the character exists in the movie is because somebody went, "Hey, James Cameron, it's all well and good to have CGI characters in a CGI universe, mm. but what if we just plonked a real person in there? Wouldn't that look bad?" And he went, "Challenge accepted." <laughs> because yeah. he's interacting, he's, he's interacting. grabbing stuff. It's just, it's just, yeah, amazing. I completely, and he's he's a different size. Yeah. He's a different size. I I don't think so. Though Sigourney Weaver plays another character in this from the first movie, yes. who's voiced by Sigourney Weaver and is mocapped by her, uh-huh. and she's supposed to be like fourteen, but she sounds like Sigourney it's Weaver. It's pretty distracting at times. <laughs> a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. They give her the eyes of wonder, yeah, but you are like, that's yeah. sixty year old, sixty five year old. Did they Sigourney tweak Weaver. the voice? I'm not sure. I they think did. maybe they did. I no, I, don't I don't know. know. You you would be able uh-huh. to do that. I I assume. Nah, that's the that's where they draw the line. Yeah. No, we can't do this. <laughs> no, and we will not. But of course, you mentioned this. Like a big a big part of these movies is uh, this movie is the ocean stuff, uh-huh. and that's where I felt it dipped for me because you know I don't need an hour of like look at this whale, but it's got four eyes. Mm. Look at the stingray, but it's got more fins. I don't give a shit. Right. I'm sorry. I don't need an hour uh-huh. of a fictional ocean. Right. And I know this is like James Cameron's thing and mm. there is that definite awe and wonder and the majesty of it mm. and whatever. It but goes, introduce the characters, an hour of awe and wonder, big battle sequence. I think he could have, I think he literally could have and probably if he wanted to would have just made the ocean ver- part of this, mm. just the environmental aspect of this movie. Well, here's the thing about the plot of this movie, without giving too much away, mm. it is new and it's great to see everything in it, but it is kind of the first. This bit in yeah. the ocean is just learning the ocean like they, it's just the same. So here's a, here's a question for you, James. What do you think about this? I think, because he's doing five of these or yeah. however many he wants to do. A hundred. I think that every single one of these is just going to be a technical iteration of the previous one. Sure. And and he said something about a casting thing, which which I'll mention in spoilers. Yeah. That suggests to me that all these movies plot-wise are going to be roughly the same, but the idea is we go to go like, oh, this is incredible. This yeah. is kind of you, – you won't be bolder. I think it's a better – I think it's a – like plot-wise it is a better movie. Yeah. But I think it is – it's 
in a lot of ways, it's kind of a tech demo. Yeah, the idea definitely. is we are wowed by it and it makes a billion dollars and then he gets to make the next one. Yeah. And then maybe by five, he's got that 3D without 3D glasses situation doing, sorted. Yeah. And then we're like, wow, good, great work. Yeah. But I, but in terms of, like, he's innovating. You did te- it. He's innovating technically, but I'm not sure he's Now innovating. get in your grave. <laughs> You've done it. Sorry, you're out. God, yeah. I, I think he's innovating technically. Yeah. But he's only, like. Do you think he's doing it for, like, the technology as opposed I think to, like, it is, telling yeah. a, Well, I think there's that element of it. I think I, he's found the niche of, like, this is what he wants to do as a filmmaker. Yeah. Is create this flawless technical universe and as like we said the skin all everybody's skin looks amazing and when somebody comes out of the water the water beads yeah. off them and- i'm looking at hair and i'm like god damn yeah and everyone's hair's different mm. but i somebody went oh um i saw on twitter somebody went jake sully's dreadlocks are terrible yeah i know but they they look they, they look like yeah. authentically terrible dreadlocks exactly they don't look like badly cgi no. dreadlocks they look like amazing bad this is dreadlocks. a movie which is Almost exclusively <laughs> featuring terrible dreadlocks on mm, people. Yeah, yeah. I I think also I think you're right. I think these, including like these, have always been the two tech demos. But he's also openly talked about how this is ha, has a very obvious environmental message. Yes, and the big mm. part of the reason why he wants to make that is to portray that. And I mm. think when this becomes probably well, easily the top one of the top three grossing movies of the year. Mm. I think, you know, there might be people who were like, well, it did well because it's, you know, it's not about anything. But it's like, no, it's... It's, it's like about, an episode of Seinfeld. It's about the environment and capitalism and whatever mm. and, like, murdering ocean Yeah, I don't, like, I, I, I could not... I could not imagine somebody take coming away from this and being like, this isn't about anything. You would There's be like shocked, a, Mason. Yeah, no, I am right. But there is, like, a... There is, like, what is essentially, a, like, a brutal wailing scene. Yeah. That is horrifying. Yeah. And it's, you know, especially horrifying because there's a big drill... It's a big drill. It's a big drill. It's like a giant going to a and giant those dentist's whales, office. They're, yeah. they're smarter than humans, apparently. That's true. Mm-hmm. As my brother texted me, he's like, "Just dive. What are you doing?" <laughs> That's right. And I know they had like countermeasures, yeah, 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 but yeah. if these whales are so smart, mm-hmm. why aren't they go rich? away? Why aren't they? <laughs> why, why aren't they? Rich? Why aren't they investigating? Why aren't they investigating in Bitcoin? These whales, if they're not so, if they're so smart. I loved that. Uh, I think I like the designs of the water Navi more than the original Navi, mm. and it also because they have big. They have big sort of yeah. flippery forearms and a big flippery they're tail. They're broader chest because they're obviously they they take they they hold their breath for longer. The tails are more like to swim through the ocean. And I guess I also realized that oh yeah, the ones in the first movie for the jungle are built more kind of like you know like for primates and mm. and like grabbing branches and running and whatnot. Where these uh-huh. are obviously built built for the water. And I I like that element of it. I loved uh, a lot of the action in this. I thought it's probably not the best action James mm. Cameron has ever done because obviously. I think Titanic is a great action movie. Uh-huh. Obviously, True Lies, Terminator movies, et cetera, and so forth, Aliens. But, like, I, I really love the spindly mechs. Yeah, there's a bunch more. Yeah. If you, if you were just in this for weird-looking mechs, yeah. uh, there's one that's just um, it's just, just you, like but your stilts. arms are a bit spindly and your yeah. legs are a bit spindly. You can, get a, you can, you can drink a coffee with a big arm. Yeah. There's, big, there's sort of crab submarines that can operate Crab marines. Crab marines, they can operate underwater as like yeah. little little um, submersibles, but then on land they become big crab guys. There's, li- there's little torpedo kind of submarines. Yeah. They're not as interesting, sure. Mm, sure. But uh, I would have loved to have seen like a hand-to-hand with one of those spindly mechs and a Na'vi because they're about right, yeah. that height, That's but they, true, they yeah. didn't do that. I also would have liked to have seen more uh, Carmelo Soprano Nurse Jackie who was in this. Edie Falco, yes. She's like, I'm the boss of this. Yeah, yeah. Are some, you? Where are you? Some surprising. She'll be another. Some su- surprise. Jermaine Clements. Yeah, well, I was going to say there are some. Uh, Cameron does a really good mix, I think, of big stars 
and sort of unknown, relatively unknown character actors or character actors you haven't seen in a while. It took me a bit to go, that's Edie Falco. I'm right? like, is that Felicity yeah. Huffman? Who is this? Right? And then it, like, I'm like, of course, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, well, you texted me uh, about Brendan uh, Cowell. Cowell? Brendan Cowell? Cowell, yeah. who's an Australian actor. Mm-hmm. And well, I haven't seen in ages. No, he's in uh, There's a great Australian movie called Noise. Uh, he's in a mm. bunch of stuff. He's, a really good, he's in Game of Thrones. But he is, and I say this because I'm Australian, he is the most normal-looking fucking dude I've ever seen in a movie. Just the guy that I see every day. Right. Just in this movie. He's, he's stepped out of the RSL. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's had a pub meal at the RSL. He's had a chicken palmer probably. And he's just prop, popped into the <laughs> popped into the ping pong ball suit to do Avatar. He's yeah. great. I, yeah. I think he's terrific and he's, and he's very good in this. Um, can we talk about the the main villain? Is that a well, that was revealed beforehand? The main villain. Oh, he's in the trailer, so I think. Yeah, you think we can talk about like how this person is returned and all I mean, of that? I mean, look, I. I mean, we could just do spoilers now. I that's guess. true. Look, I'm going to say um, you should see this. It would be. I agree. People are going to, but again, I wonder if I wonder if the re-release of Avatar. Mm. Has poisoned people's desire to see new Avatar. Yeah, like the was it worth it to have seventy million dollars more of tickets sold to original Avatar for people to go? I didn't love this. Yeah, maybe I won't see the new one. But I would say most people didn't go and see that. That's true. And I like, uh, and I, I say this. I think the ju- the for me, the yes. benchmark of whether a movie is going to do anything uh-huh. is if my Norman mates. Comes up in a group chat. <laughs> yeah, right. And this has, like, multiple oh. times. Same thing happened with Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Immediately people are like, this is amazing, you should see it. Like, no like, one. I've was, already seen no it, one, I've got a podcast. No one, exactly. No one talked about, like, Black Adam or That's even true. Doctor Strange and whatever. Like, mm. but this people are, they're, like, they're talking about. And I think, and I know a lot of people have commented on this the internet and Twitter and all of these things, they don't actually reflect often what normal people, mm. online freaks like That's us. That's true. Like, wow. Uh, but is that why you never leave that horrible group chat? Because yeah. it's the it's the true barometer of what's going to do <laughs> yes, well. Yes, Mason, that's exactly Did right. Did you know that in 2012, Brendan Cowell's in something called Save Your Legs? <laughs> Exclamation point. I'm going to click it. It's got, a, it's got a thing there. It's got a thing there? Yeah, wasn't uh, he in I Love You, Man? He was in I Love You, Man. Yeah. He wasn't in You and Your Stupid Mate, I don't think. Well, that's disappointing. Uh, Save Your Legs is a 2012 Australian comedy film directed by Boyd Hicklin and starring Stephen Curry, yes. Damien Gamow and Brendan Cowell. Oh, my God. Well, is the story of Edward Teddy Brown and his two mates of a Melbourne cricket team who travel to India for a tour. Save Your Legs. Save Your Legs, I baby. Get it, I got it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, before we do spoilers, I think it's best movie ever. I think it's also, I also think it's best movie ever. And I, I enjoyed. I didn't think I would, honestly. I enjoyed being swept away. Mm. And uh, I'm also glad we didn't spend five years going, who cares, and James Cameron will fuck this. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't, it Mm. turns out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there it is. Um, He'll ruin the next one, I'm saying now. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so the main villain of this, obviously, is is Stephen Lang, who plays Mr. Marine Man. I don't know what his name is. Uh, Marine in more ways than one. I agree. Because they're in a water place. Yes, that's true. But... James Cameron, I think, said in an interview fairly recently that he's going to be the antagonist of multiple sequels. Yeah. Which makes, again, makes me lean into this idea that these are just tech. Yeah. It's just evolutions of the tech. And he's like, well, I've got the perfect bad guy. It's, it's fine. Mm. Bring him, just bring him back over this and over again. again and again and whatever. Yeah, He'll yeah. Do it. I'll just make him look better every time. And you'll yeah, be like, yeah, whoa. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So basically what they've done, they've uh, and they explain this in a, um, in a, in a cut scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 
where he's they they he, he wakes up in an avatar Navi body. And yes. He's like, what what happened or whatever? And he watches a video of himself in human form with Giovanni mm. Ribisi, who I thought would return again, but he doesn't. He's just in that one clip. Yep. He'll probably be in others down the line. Yeah. And they before he went out into battle, he stored his memories in case he died, which mm. he did, so they could put him in this body. And they yeah. grew him in just avatar. spit in this. Yeah. Story of memories. Yeah. And then as a result of that, they also bring back a bunch of his crew and, uh, mm. and other people. Who I didn't remember from the previous I one. remembered a couple of okay, them. Okay, great. But also, no Michelle Rodriguez in this movie. No. Mm. Well, I guess she was also like, she died and they didn't, she didn't have an avatar body or nothing. And why would they bring her back? I don't know. Maybe yeah. for information. I, they could bring her back for mm. information. Oh, also, I just wanted to say, imagine you come back and you die and you come back in a new avatar body, then you get pinged with an arrow immediately. <laughs> embarrassing, Mason. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely embarrassing. We didn't really talk about, we didn't really talk about the action in this movie, which I thought was, you know, yeah. I think it may be a cut above the original one, but Definitely. again, in, in even more, you know. Even more water and even more. Even more water and, and things falling and just down. Just crisp and HD. Yeah. But I think what I mean, if there were to if if cuts were to be made, I think it would be maybe remember there's the action sequence where the the um the good guys they they sort of, you know, cause some chaos in that big sort of aircraft carrier yeah. situation. And then it's just like, well now it's gonna We gotta swim under and up. Yeah, and now it's again. gonna bounce on this thing and now it's gonna yeah. skid over here and whatever. And I'm like, I think I feel you could chop some of those. Yeah. But speaking of chopping, that's a what what I I was thinking I was gonna mention this earlier. Like the last one, this did a great job of lining up a bunch of terrible people yep. that we know are going to get knocked off and at knocking the end. them down. Specifically, mate. Brendan Cowell, Whaler, yeah, just getting his arms sawn off by a big metal cable and then <laughs> flung into the ocean. Do you think he's going to come back? Maybe because he's only lost the arm. Didn't yeah, he? maybe they could clone two of him. They could give him one avatar arm, one big long yeah. blue arm, and then then a, an avatar body with a human arm. There's <laughs> two of him now. He's double trouble. I guess that's interesting that this is a universe where you could just make multiple versions of yourself, right? Because there's no – and also there's no rule. There's, I mean, obviously the the scene where we reveal that Stephen Lang's character was cloned, yeah. you could do that with anybody at any point. Exactly. You know, they could be like, hey, we got Jake Sully's memories as yeah. well. We're going to make an evil Jake Sully. I think they're going to make an evil, evil oh, Jake Sully. Oh, evil Jake Sully. Yeah, he's going to be red. Regular Jake Sully would hate that. Yeah, he was going to be red, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. You'd spot him in that jungle, yeah. unless the next one is set in a volcano. I think it might be. Um, I think also the idea of bringing back villains, and I think we saw a bit of this in the movie uh, Elysium, uh-huh. where they repair Charlotte Copley after he takes like a grenade to the face. Oh, yeah. What does that psychologically, and it sort of touches on this a little bit, what does that psychologically do to a person That's true. who is brought back from the dead because the previous version was obliterated yeah. and he sort of wants to get revenge but he's also like but well, I'm not that guy yeah you interesting know? yeah it was interesting and yeah. like I wonder if he's going to do some kind of heel turn because you know oh it's also revealed that pretty early on that spider is his son yes uh and what what is that how is that relationship going mm. to unfold is spider going to get his own avatar mason no you know what I reckon? No. It's just going to get dirtier and dirtier. Dirtier and dirtier yeah. and shorter and shorter. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's the gravity. Yeah, it's going to squish right. him down. That's it. Well, apparently it is lighter gravity on this planet, isn't uh-huh. it? I think I remember that from the first movie. I also knew that uh, the Jake Sully's son, the one who's not exactly like Jake Sully, was like, I'm the older one and I'm responsible. I'm like, that dude's definitely going to die. Yes. Because then, and he does, yeah. because his son, his second youngest, uh-huh. second oldest, is it's just Jake Sully, and yes. he's the kind of guy in, in a couple of movies time will be like, but I'm not ready to be a leader. I'm not like my mm. dad, and his dad will be in a tree and will be like, actually, you're just like me. Yeah. If not, you're even better and whatever. I mean, you know. Now I- you're going to get the big red bird. <laughs> get fight, the bird. And fight the big red Jake Sully. <laughs> he's got a blue bird. That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's how we'll tell you apart later in the big action sequence. We are fighting over an aircraft carrier. That or makes something. sense that the son of Jake mm. Sully fights evil Jake Sully, Mason. Yeah, you right. know what you're doing. Mm. That would be flipping switching it up. I wouldn't it know would what be, to do. Would be flipping I wouldn't know who to call after the movie. <laughs> That's right. Everyone, um, I guess. Yeah, I guess you'd call everyone. Um, but yeah, I guess you need, you know, there's nothing wrong with a with a trope or two. Like, nah, man, these if are you're all gonna, tropes. If you're going to innovate, you know. And, uh, and if it's interesting, like it's interesting enough, it carries along. I also really like the the daughter because I've got like kids about that age and whatever. I like and the like, youngest, the youngest. younger ones. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, get get out of here with your teenagers. I'm not at that <laughs> period of time yet, but I thought she was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just a funny little kid running around. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah enjoyed yeah. that. Um, what did I? Oh yeah, here's the thought that I had. Okay, so the 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 um the Sully family mm. they have to leave their tribe mm. to go to the way of water yeah because the uh the the, the bad guys have tracked them down they're gonna track them down yeah I like how they revisit the old battle site and and all of that that I'm was like oh nostalgia but I guess my question no, is... no it's not being sarcastic so so yet. they go to the they go to the way of water tribes yeah and then the bad guys show up and they're like uh all right we're gonna blow up we're gonna keep blowing up you know tribal locations yeah. until we get the location of Jake Sully. What did they do with the forest people? Did they blow them up? I don't know. How did they get from How did they get from the forest to the way? Because they like. Well, they 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 tracked the the jet. Right, but it doesn't solve anybody's. If if your if your um if your strategy is well, we don't want to get our our tribes people in the forest harmed, so we'll leave. Yeah, surely that would the marines would just show like, up and we'll just kill kill all, kill, kill all of you, and then be like, tell us where they went. Oh, they went to the way of water. Okay, yeah. well, we'll follow them. <laughs> So what happened to that tribe? Did they just go underground? Maybe they went underground. Maybe they went also, underground. They, lived, they were hiding in the mountains and whatever Maybe the floating mountains. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. But I guess how? I guess there's there's a it's it's weird to say in the movie that's three hours long, but it feels like there's a missing scene where they figured out how to get from. The forest to the way of water. The, yeah, how okay. the bad guys figured it out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I just missed it. Maybe, maybe I tuned out. Yeah, you might be right. Maybe, maybe you tuned out because it was three hours and ten minutes long, mate. Maybe, maybe I tuned out right at the start. I got a quick, I got a quick little nap. Sure, mm. absolutely. Yeah. God damn, this movie looked good though, didn't it? Like it did. I was looking at it and I'm like, huh, this isn't real. <laughs> this isn't real, and I mm. and I like how it's got no message. Oh, so Gordy Weaver's immaculate conception, baybe, maybe, maybe. So or it was, or it was Joel David Moore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Sigourney Weaver has a baby in this. Yep. And it's uh, it's Sigourney Weaver again. Yeah, it's a hybrid baby because uh, she, she done it in her avatar form with someone. Maybe, unless it's like a tree situation. Maybe it's a magic tree situation, right? Yeah. It's also, I think it's possible that the, the kid just ends up being Sigourney Weaver again. That the tree put the... Just put yeah, Sigourney Weaver right. back in Sigourney Weaver. Because there's a moment where she, she communes with the magic tree. And Sigourney Weaver's there and, yeah, yeah. And for real. And she's like, I've got to tell you a big secret or something. Mm, you're me, really. Yeah, or you have a brain in- injury or something. Yeah, maybe that. Yeah, that never came up again. Yeah, I think she didn't have a brain injury. Yeah, it's also interesting that there there's a there's a – Sigourney Weaver's daughter's character, Sigourney Weaver, has a subplot where she might have epilepsy mm. in a movie where we get an epilepsy warning at the start of the movie. Oh, Yeah. Do you think that's that was the warning? Yeah, probably. Yeah, is that how it works? I think so. Yeah, terrific stuff, Mason. Mm. Anyway, you got to have some mysteries for the next several movies, yeah, to unfold and et cetera and so forth. But there won't be that many. There'll <laughs> just be some because it'll be the well, same. Movie. These movies, as we mentioned, they don't rely on like twists and turns that's and true. what's next or cameos or cameos and, reveals, and like yeah. who's got a lightsaber now and whatever. Yeah, yeah, we're building the rivalries between the characters and the the vendettas. And yep. Uh, whose wife hates who else's wife and all that sort of stuff. Okay, Winslet hates Zoe Sedan. Yeah, the two whatever. wives hate each other. Yeah. Two wives hate each other. <laughs> it's my favourite thing wife in the film. Wife battle, wife battle. 
Great stuff, Mason. Mm. Would you like some reviews from people have sent in? Yes. From Ethan Price who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, just came out of Avatar 2, and if this movie was made by anyone other than James Cameron, it would ruin their career. A movie where Earth send it, sends its entirely time military for a revenge plot against one man. Why was the big fish a killer if it didn't kill anyone? Awful. I mean, that's it's just fish politics. It seems like a lot of fish <laughs> politics that we are not privy and to. And they're really. smarter than us, so we don't that's know. That's true. Yeah. Nate Harris says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Somebody probably stole somebody else's ape. That's true. You know? Yeah. It's, they're non-fungible. That's you the got, thing. That's the point. It's poor form. You missed the point of it. Poor form. Uh, Nate says, the way of water, once again, a beautiful demonstration of modern CGI and motion capture, once again played out over the plot of an environmental after-school special. Oh! Uh-oh. This one from Devesh Sood, who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I liked OG Avatar, but I really loved this new one. Some have said the middle drags, but I found it to be essential simplicity it needed to build the world. The finale left me grinning from ear to ear, and good God, it's beautiful. High frame rate is weird, though. I don't disagree with that. I also need, I forgot to mention this. You know all the stuff with the water, and I'm like, whatever, don't care. This could have been 10 minutes. Uh-huh. I understand that that is for somebody else as well. Yes, right. Like, I'm not uh-huh. like, you could take that out. Mm. Because I hate it. Right. I get that a lot of people are just mm. like, that's the best part of the movie. Yeah. But for me, I'm a dad and I love dad stuff. That's true. Yeah. Big, big battleships and that. Trains. Yeah. Books about well, Winston train Churchill. There's a train heist. There is start, a train heist. So I clap so loud, Mason. Yeah, 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 I nice. didn't even know who to call after the movie. My dad, obviously. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, do you think Jermaine Clement's going to be back for the next one? I hope so. Yeah. But he also, he just might not, be. might not be. The next one might not be about whaling at all. That's true. It might be a different thing. <laughs> It'll be set in a volcano. Yeah. We have to fight Big Red Jake Sully. Yeah. 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 Great stuff, Mason. Anything else? I think that's the whole thing. All in all, uh, very pleasantly surprised. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's move to the next segment of the show. But what is it? It's what we're reading. What else is it? What are we going to read? Those are the two things it is. Yes. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? Wow, Mason, this is the segment of the show where we tell each other our secrets. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Wow, is it so? Weird? The option here is to is to tell like deep dark secrets. Yeah, but all we do is watch movies and read <laughs> comic books, so that's all we have. Yes, that's right. Huh? That's interesting. Okay. I, I think it's very interesting. Yeah. It's interesting enough to be a recurring segment. That's true. For what? ten years, maybe nearly. That's right. Have we done the theme? Yeah, mm-hmm. Collins would have put it in. That's terrific. What have you been reading? Well, Mason, I haven't been reading. I've been playing a video game. Oh, excuse me. Now I put my Netflix. That's app illegal, and, but all right. I put my Netflix app. On my phone. There are games on that. And I went, ah, there's a section that says, do you want any of these games? Okay. And I'm like, all right. So it turns out that they're just part of Netflix. Yeah. And I downloaded Into the Breach. Okay. Which is a, it's an older game, like yes. a few years, but it's a turn-based strategy developed by Subset Games. So basically it's a grid and uh-huh. you've got like a mech and a tank and some other stuff and whatever. So it's like Warhammer. Yeah, it's exactly like that actually. Wow. And there's time travel or whatever and it's a simple complex. There's not it's time travel simple... or whatever. No, what there is. Mean? There is. It's time travel or whatever because every time you die, they're like, get into the breach and then you reverse oh, it. Oh, that's you go what back the breach is. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's simple in concept, sorry, I meant to say, but it is like, you know, it's difficult in execution. It's like you got to mm. play, it's on a grid and you got to plan it out exactly and how the aliens are going to attack you. And you've only got so many. You're planning how the aliens are going to attack you. Yeah, I don't because I don't want them to. Oh. Yeah, so I'm planning that they don't do that. But often they do attack me. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. quite challenging in like an interesting way. It's like a, it's like a, it's just a very well Into put the together. Breach, it's called. Yeah. In, and it's if you've got Netflix on your, like at all, you can just That's download it on your phone. I, I would have thought that. They they also added that 
um, game, that, which I which I was initially intrigued by, but it um, they're putting on the Queen's Gambit game. Yes, for real. Next oh, terrific! Year. Yeah, the, the, there was a game that um, was quite intriguing to me, and it had like a kind of a all star cast to it, but it turned out to be quite weird and unpleasant. I think it was called it was called Fifteen Minutes or something like that. Oh, well, you're in was an time, apartment. Yeah, you're in yeah. an apartment, and there, yeah, there's a guy in the door there, yeah. or whatever. But apparently, and I I initially was like, oh, that seems very interesting, but it's quite unpleasant it seems. And then I'm like, well, I should just Google how it ends, and I'm like, oh. That's odd. <laughs> Very odd. Oh, that's this is a classic isometric game, James. Yeah, it's really fun. Bridge. It's really fun. My goodness. Yeah. So obviously, and there's like the terrain obviously affects what you're doing and, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's uh and again, I was thinking of getting it anyway on Switch. Well now you and don't I, have to. I might anyway, because I, I enjoy it so much. I w- yeah, I mean yeah. my guess when when I heard that Netflix was adding games, I guess I just thought it was like crap. Yes. <laughs> yes, precisely. But this is like this is an incredible addition to the service. Like right. it really is. If you were on the verge of cancelling, yeah. would you have would you stick around for Probably, this? Probably, yeah. Oh, Kentucky Route Zero, you should play Kentucky Yeah, I know, Zero. I know, Mason. It's really you good. talked about that one. Oh, it's called Twelve Minutes, the gross game yeah. that's gross. It's called Twelve Minutes and, and then it's this, gross. Twelve like gross minutes. I like how it's Kentucky Route Zero, great game. Yep. Award winning, I'm pretty sure. Twelve minutes, you know. Odd, but also, you know, great there's a game. lot of hype behind it. Next one, too hot to handle. Love is a Sexy game. Gated, Sexy game, game stuff. Whatever, okay, yeah. right. Maybe I'll check some of these out. You should, man. But I'll tell you what I've been watching this week. What? Freaking nothing. I'll tell you that. Whoa. You know what I have been watching? What's that? Criterion Collection has a channel on YouTube yeah. where it's just like notable people like celebrities, actors, directors, sometimes comedians, musicians, what have you, and they just go into the Criterion closet. Mm. Uh, and, and they go, help. They go, help. A lot of them do. There's no handle on the inside of this closet. <laughs> How do I get out of here? And they're like, that's the trick. You don't. We're trapping you in here. <laughs> this is a collection. The collection is you. The collection is a collection of actors and directors. Yeah. Anyway, it's just sort of fascinating. They go in there and they pick mm. like, you know, iconic. They just they pick like, uh, you know, iconic movies that, that influence them or, you know, that they just. Heard yeah, cool. Or a lot of the time it's just like. Is it from t- is it from recent or is it over the years? The, the videos. Yeah. Like in some of them, like this is from the nineties. This is what someone else thinks of a thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? They're all filmed in the present day. No, I get that's but what the, I, the Criterion Collection contains. No, I know that, but you know, sometimes you, you, like an old interview with Tarantino will come up, and he's like, oh. "These are my favorite movies." Oh no, that's the, they have those, but that's unrelated. I'm watching specifically. The, okay, the, this they're specific in the, series. They're in the closets. <laughs> yeah, they're, and they're and they're picking movies. It's very entertaining, I think. But I've been watching that, and what happens? Hang is, on, I just have a phone call. You don't. That, you're on a. You're on a. Hello. Remote. You've gone goofy, James. Stop this. <laughs> and what happens is you like ten percent of the time. I'm like. Oh, that's a pretty. That, I remember that. That's a, I've actually seen that. It's a great one. I remember movie. Ninety percent of the time, I'm like, "That's a classic that I have never seen." So that's going on the list, I guess. So, but you're too busy watching this show to watch actual movies. That's exactly right. Yes. Cool. I'll check that out. Criterion Collection. You yeah. say? Well, I got to that because I think we were talking about William Friedkin, like maybe yeah. last week or something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Bob, but I did watch. Um, a Rick movie and Morty? He- yes, I watched Rick and Morty. No, yeah. I watched a movie he recommended. Uh, it's a John Cassavetes movie called The Killing of a Chinese Bookie, which is from the 70s. Oh, I haven't seen and that. And it's about yeah. a guy. It's it's uh, it's the uncut gems of its day, James. Oh, I've seen that movie. It's about a guy who's who's uh, he's finally paid off his strip club. Yep. But then he um then he gets uh, deeply in debt in in the, in the celebration. Uh, he spends too much money and then they're like Listen, you just got to kill this one guy and we'll, we'll settle the debt. Yeah. It's, it's very good. And he says, no, thank you. I'm going to the police. <laughs> Which is good. That's what yeah, you should do. That's exactly that's right. That's what they do in movies these yeah, days, yeah. Mason. But it may – so the, the lead is a guy called Ben Gazzara mm. and he is the bad guy in The Big Lebowski. Okay. So he's what's, – what's his name? I don't remember. Oh, I, yeah. Tree, tree, Treehorn. Treehorn, His name's okay. Treehorn, I think. But he's the guy that The Big Lebowski owes money to – 
Oh, it's a callback. Which, which is why the it's guys come to, to pee on the other Lebowski's rug. So I'm like, oh, it all makes sense now. That's why he's in that movie because it's a parallel to the movie that he was in where he owed the money. Now he's the guy who... You love a reference. I love a reference. Did you enjoy that Easter egg? I loved... I was like, this is an Easter egg, <laughs> this movie from the 70s. Anyway, good good movie. People good should movie? check that out. I, th- it was, I just found it on YouTube. Yeah. Because sometimes, sometimes Criterion Collection movies are just on YouTube. Yeah. Because they don't seem to no mind. Because no one cares. No, they don't seem to mind. That's true. People put stuff on, on YouTube. But yeah. I don't mind if you, uh, speaking of YouTube, you play the theme of the oh, next. I'm not ready. I'm uh, ready. The next segment of the show, but you play it through YouTube. Maybe I'll do phone. it right now. Maybe I was ready the whole time. The classic one was. Yeah. Letters, oh, letters. We love you. Some letters. They're only a take away. I know they're here right now. We're going to do letters. That's the truth. That is the truth. You this better is believe the segment it. of the show where we say, hey, you got any letters? And then Mason says, I do actually because people sent them through to me at weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. That's right. And I say, well, that's interesting because I actually got some on Twitter via hashtag weeklyplanetpod, oh, Mason. Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you got this week in terms of letters? This is from Chris. Chris. He says, Superman in Legion of Superheroes, question mark. Excuse me, what? Hello to Mason, a regular size James. What are your thoughts on the James Gunn Superman movie being a Legion of Superheroes movie with a young Superman traveling to the future? Similar to the early Superboy stories in the animated series, you get a young Superman learning to be a hero without retreading anything we've seen on film before. You'd have less pressure to get the full Superman mythos figured out right away. Right away, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor, etc. could be in the sequel and it'd fit Gunn's style of a weirder group of B-list characters. I like that idea a lot. I like it too, yeah. So so for people who don't know, the, yeah. the Legion of Superheroes, there are, there are heroes in the 30th century they're kind of they I mean they started as kind of like very stock kind of 1950s 1960s kind of yeah, there's a yeah, lightning yeah. lad and there's a uh satin girl and all this mm. sort of stuff like but they've sort of evolved over the years but I like that idea that where he's not even and we've talked about this before that like he's not the biggest fish in the pond no. like you know he's he's just a, a you know one in a in a in a Big group of people who are also like yeah know, have, have mighty pretty powers. super pretty super yeah He's, yeah you're pretty super he goes yeah we're gonna call you pretty Superman <laughs> on account of how you're pretty super and we also find you very we're very pretty, pretty. <laughs> yes. You're actually delightful to look at. Mm, that's right. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. Mm. Uh, I think he's probably just going to go simpler, though, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And also, I wonder if he – I feel like a Legion of Superheroes movie might feel like it's retreading Guardians of the Galaxy grounds. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I reckon he may be – you know, and if he if he is maybe directing this, which maybe he is directing this, Who I knows? think they would – I think the key would be – I can't believe we've just talked ourselves out of this. But I think he <laughs> he would want to, you know, just do – Fairly, you know, we 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 establish how what Metropolis is like and what it's like to live in Metropolis yeah. and that kind of thing. And then you have a big robot coming. Yeah, the robot comes and he goes, "Oh no, yeah, 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 somebody yeah, help yeah. me." I mm. know, oh, I'll do it. I'm okay. Superman. <laughs> I'm Superman. I forgot. Yeah, I actually have a tweet. I got lost in my eyes in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tweet. Yeah. I'm very Mason did a little like head snap, but like he was looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Mikey Rock on Twitter, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. So I guess Black Adam can now be in the running for the Gamers on Award. Uh, I, I also put this in in case I, I up top I forgot to mention the uh, the Weekly Planet Awards, which is, again, if you heard the start mm. of the show, is going uh, happening next week. But, yeah, it's looking pretty good for this. Uh, I'd have to look at the uh, look at the others in the category. But, yeah, that uh, that Black Adam ending, oh, boy, they just – Pretty terribly, pretty quickly, didn't, yes, it, Mason? It did, didn't it? Yeah. Do you have another letter? I bet I can find another letter. While you're doing that, I'll do this from William Robinson, Mason, who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. Hi, 
I find it very amusing that Deadline suggests Gerard Butler and his new film Plane will be the film to end the reign of Avatar 2 in January. <laughs> Would you consider doing any Butler-themed Caravan of Garbage episodes, perhaps the three uh, Fallen films? Thanks. Yeah, I love Jerry Butler. I'd probably do that Gamer. The Gamer? Oh, yeah. That's the, a grubby movie. What's the one also where he... Um, Law-abiding Citizen. Law-abiding Citizen where he has yeah. the phone, shoots the woman in the head. Oh, that's that is grub- Law-abiding. That's what a grubby... <laughs> yeah. We should, do, we should do the Grubby Butler trilogy. Ah, oh, Grubby Butler. He's so grubby, isn't he? Yeah. He's really lent into the I grubbiness. Mean, we'd probably end up doing a um, a Frank, um, what the fuck's his name, Mason? It's late. He wrote 300. Directed the spirit. Frank Miller. Yeah. Yes. We'd probably end up doing a Frank Miller. Yeah, Frank miller a we do 300 and, mm. and that's it. We could say it's Miller time. We could say it's Miller time. And we could get sponsorship yep. from anybody but that beer company. <laughs> Because it's bad beer, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, I've yeah. never had one, mm. but I'd be willing to take money from them. That's that's how, yeah. Mason, yes. I've made a tweet, so I wish you had something. I'm, but I bet I've got some bloody, bet I've got some bloody. What's happened is, I don't know if you remember a few weeks ago. Yeah. It turned out all the emails were in, all the relevant emails were in spam. Yeah. So I went, not spam, not spam, not spam. So what Google has done is decided that everything in the spam folder is now not spam. Yeah. So it's just relentless spam now. That's great. Uh, this is from Daniel. Hello, James. James called me an idiot who eats garbage. That's true. Uh, hi, James. I don't know that this is true, but it sounds Hope you true. guys are doing well as the holiday season approaches i was listening to an old episode of the podcast uh when an ad for a meal kit popped up among the highlights of the ad was mason comparing the fresh cooked meals to a whopper from mcdonald's james eventually exclaimed mcdonald's is garbage food for idiots <laughs> little did he know i was currently holding a bag of mcdonald's breakfast on my way back to my room <laughs> can i be the official garbage eating idiot of the pod i mean you've got we've got a lot of competition yeah yeah absolutely but, um, also i eat a lot of garbage as well oh my god i love i love i love a breakfast at mcdonald's a whopper from mcdonald's though mason that sounds like something i would say that's ridiculous no no that's very clever what i said there. yeah don't do you love a breakfast at mcdonald's um i never go you should <laughs> you should it'll change Why your, it'll I? change your life you'll get greasier i've done it like i know what no, it I'll is do it again though i'm not surprised by it wow just a, and I made it. Like, I made it for years. Oh, that's true, you did. So I yes. don't want to fucking look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. rubbery eggs. Well, guess no, what, I know James? Eggs. I'm gonna, when I go to McDonald's, I'm going to get twice the breakfast at McDonald's because you're not going to eat it. <laughs> that's okay. Well, for you, mate. That's, I got you. That's that's good. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you know, it, it's fine. Uh, the hash, it's very greasy. I know. Even the fucking cups are greasy. The orange juice is greasy. That's weird. Just That's a crazy actually weird. Situation. That's actually weird. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, but you know, what's McDonald's? What the fuck do you expect? You know. That's so true. Yeah. Ooh, unclaimed money. Oh, really? How much is it? Uh, let's find out. Act now to claim your cash. How much? Right now in America, there's over fifty billion dollars in unclaimed money and assets. Asterisk. Okay. And some of that may belong to you. See if I have unclaimed cash. Should I click the link? Mm, I'll never find no, to explode. No, I don't want my phone to explode. Yeah. Anyway. This is from Washing Machine. Okay. Hi, James and May. So writing to you from Los Angeles, long-time listener, first time writing in, and recent Big Sandwich member. Hi, Washing Machine. Hey, Washing Machine. I love the way you wash things. I don't expect this to be read in a letter segment. Well, too bad. But I just wanted to uh, let you all know that I love listening to the pod while I make silly YouTube videos for fun where I put Norman Osborne out of business. Just finished another one earlier this oh. week, and I thought I'd send you guys a link to check them out. YouTube.com Washing Machine Media. I don't know what this You should click it. You should oh, click it. I should click it. You should click it. I don't have it open on because I've got this weird laptop at the oh, moment. Oh, well, I'm going to click it. All right. Oh, he's doing little videos. 
They're getting a few oh, thousand views. That's pretty very good. Video. I don't have time to watch this right now, James. No, well, obviously we're in the middle of yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, to, very good I've got to watch the movie Tar. I like that this washing machine mm-hmm. is not just a washing machine anymore. I agree, yes. And it's branched out into social that's media uh, content. Mm. I think that's terrific. I'm going to find one more letter, James. What do you think about well, that? Well, I don't mind, Mason, but I'm just, I'm just not going to – I'm going to give up. Okay. <laughs> this is from Coops. Okay. Hometown letter. I was listening to the last episode of the pod and you mentioned my hometown of Echuca, Moama. Yeah. It's made my day as I've been listening to you guys for over three years now. And yes, you should definitely go on one of the paddle steamers. I've been on the paddle steamers. I got my fucking head stuck in a railing in there as a kid. I've spent a lot of time in Echuca, Moama. I got okay. family up there. Okay, but have you gotten your head stuck in a railing near the paddle steamers as an adult? No. Well, I then that's a beautiful experience. Maybe we could share. We could go there. We have a good time. I went to that weird sawmill or whatever they have on the Murray. Oh. Then there's a kid and it was like a it was like an old timey town kind of situation. I went to the maze in Echuca Moama maze. Oh, what kind of maze do they have? It's like a veg maze, maze or Hedge whatever. Maze. Yeah. Right, we ended nice. up just going out the entrance because we couldn't figure it out or whatever. Wow. And I, I went to the I've been to Echuca uh, Miami. I've been to the Miami Bowls Club. Wow. My grandparents used to be members there, Mason. <laughs> I went paintballing in Miami when you couldn't do it in Victoria, you had to go over the border. Wow, when it's illegal in Victoria. I've spent a lot of time in Echuca Moama. Wow. I have family from Rochester. Have you spent more time in Echuca or more t- time in Moama? Probably Moama, because my grandma lived there, but she died in like the mid nineties. <laughs> And a lot of people said that she deserved it, but that was not true. She was a nice woman. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people in Echuca, though. <laughs> her, ne- in her nemesis. The rival of her many nemesis. I've walked the bridge many a time, Mason. Wow. wow I've wow, stayed wow. at Wimby as a child. Oh, the, Wimby. Uh, the, 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 it was like a, Wow. It was like a little... This is great. Uh, I was we, on the Murray. We struck gold here, and I appreciate it. <laughs> I know Echuca, Moabba. Mm. Don't tell me that I don't, Mason. Yeah. Yeah. This is one more email. It's two separate towns, by the way. Echuca is on the Victoria side yep. of the river and Moama is on yeah, the New yeah, South yeah. Wales side. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, though. Dog's trying to get in. You read the email. I'll get the dog in. One time I went to Echuca, Moama. Yeah. And I went to, like, there's a Kmart in the middle or something like that. And we ran, And I ran into our mutual friend Pip there. What? Yeah. That's outrageous. Just as a coincidence. I don't believe you. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, this is an email from Grant. Okay, Grant. Formerly relevant actors in franchises. Hey, fellas, I was thinking while watching your Avatar Caravan of Garbage that Sam Worthington was one of those actors who was in a lot of stuff for a short while and then lost almost all relevance and he yet is tied to a massive franchise for years to come. Yep. I also more or less feel this way about Carrie Fisher, seeing where her career went after mainline Star Wars wrapped up only to have to return decades later. Had me wondering if you have a favourite example of this type of situation. She wrote... For years, though. She, she did, that's true. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the time when you think about it, uh, you know, if, if the talent is there, yeah. the, uh, the 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 second, the second career emerges. I was just thinking about the other this the other day. Of the three main leads of Star Wars, original yeah. Star Wars, original recipe Star Wars, Harrison Ford. Talk. Keep talking. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford sort of maintained, like he had the best, I would say the overall best career. And I wonder if that, like, in, in terms of like, Hitting the mainstream success and retaining that, you know, that in the public yeah, he's eye. Like he was the movie star, whatever. But, yeah. but I mean, he was also, you know, he was the movie star. But also, I'm wondering if that's just because didn't he get points off the gross for one of those? Sure, yeah. Like I think been. it was. I think I'm just thinking, you know, maybe it's just because he had so, he got so much money from the first couple, yeah. and the other two didn't yeah. that he could just pick and choose. Oh, you know? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's a case of like whenever he reemerged in the public eye, it was for a big budget thing, and it was very, you know. Well received yeah. and popular. Whereas if you didn't, you know, if you're still a, it, despite being in a big movie, you're still a working actor. It's yeah. like a case of like, well, I'm I'm Mark Hamill and I've got to do a Guyver movie or whatever. I've got to do, you <laughs> I'm know, I'm going to be in Sequest to DSV. I'm going to be in Sequest DSV kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. 
Do we have any examples of that? Ah, uh, Joy Courtney. Oh, yeah. And I like Joy Courtney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about an Eddie Redmayne? He's still around. I guess. I saw him do a GQ 10 Essentials video. That's the true. Other I day. do like it. What about Taylor Kitsch? Sure. Yeah. yeah. What about... Because it's hard to figure out, like, who... The, the young guys, they got the charisma we want, you they know? They tried to Shia LaBeouf for a long time. They and then did, they tried to Shia LaBeouf again. And I'm like, stop doing this, please. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I don't like I'm this. I'm going to remain very unbuffed. <laughs> yeah, that's say. right. Who In else? every possible sense. In every of the possible sense, Mason. Mm. Um, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger? <laughs> <laughs> no? Mm. I don't know. I reckon he's still going strong as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the times, though, like, it's just roles. Yeah. Like, it's not It's not usually like this is a thoroughly unfucking likable person who's bad. You know? Yeah. It's just like you've just had a you, you made three bad things in a row yeah, and now you're around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Travolta? Well, when I mean, he came back. Like, well, he came back, times, but then he lost yeah. it all again. He did, you know, Because yeah. he, he, you know, he hit it big with Saturday Night Fever, et cetera. Yeah. And Grease. Yeah. And then he disappeared and then Tarantino recast him in Pulp Fiction and we're like, oh, it's a new, it's a new era for Travolta. And then it's like... But then he's doing From Paris with Love or whatever. Or whatever he's doing, yeah. That's right. I think he looks great with no hair, though. I completely agree. Right? I think you should do that more. I think you should wear that bald cap more often because I think he still has hair. <laughs> I think he's pretending to be bald. <laughs> I don't, a chameleon, that I guy. don't think he's been wearing wigs for years, Mason. I oh, think he's pretending to be bald. Okay, and you're the premier wig guy. So. That's right. Why would I get this wrong? Looking great. That's his, that's his first pick. Yeah, Just pick when he when you when you Google him. He's there with a the shape. Could have done there. it years ago. Got a bit of a uh, bit of a bloody a bit of a bloody. Must have been there. a relief for John Travolta though, right? Just be like, I'm bald, everybody, and we're <laughs> like, yeah, we know. Yes, <laughs> you know, mate. <laughs> Is the reason you put off telling everybody because everybody in the world already knew? <laughs> yeah. Is that why you put it off? Thought it'd be pointless. Uh, is that everything then? That's the whole show, I think. All right, Mason, let's stop. Let's stop, folks. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for telling your friends about the podcast because that is how we get new listeners. Thank you for living. They're going to love leaving it. Leaving a big time five star review for the podcast on your podcast platform of choice because that's then we get a big a bunch of stars. That's right. You know, it's like this is a five star podcast. Maybe I'll listen to it. Maybe I'll listen say. to it. That's Maybe right. I won't though. Got a couple. I'll of never him. tell. I'm cheeky. Um, that's our potential listeners, cheeky. Cheeky, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, but leave a review like Cody Wade. Ages did who you can just do it in an app, any app that you're listening to this on. Does the podcast so bad or make you enjoy Twilight? The two presenters in this podcast are from Kentucky, but put on terrible Australian accents. I mean, honestly, it's so bad you should listen to find out for yourself. But it's mandatory that you listen to at least 400 episodes to really get the breakdown on the accents. That's true. All that is true. Very true. And this is from I Need $7,000. Ecstatic <laughs> for the Snake Eyes episode. Every episode I click expecting sake Snake Eyes 2021. Start playing, but instead I get these two mildly funny dudes with silly voices telling me to wait till next week. Uh, other than that, the show is relatively entertaining in the background whilst doing the dishes. Keep up the great work, lads, and grab that rock. Relatively entertaining. And obviously Snake Eyes next week. That is very true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. End of the year. We should knock it out before the end of the year. I agree, I yeah. Uh, focus. Folks. Focus. Focus. Focus, James. I'm focused. We're nearly there. No, focus. I'm focusing. Look okay. at me. All right. It's good. Yeah. We're doing some good head acting I'm, I'm doing that, you know, that surprise gerbil? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, that bum, bum, bum. Yeah, good. Very good. That's fine. Uh, folks, uh, if you want to get into contact with us, and maybe you do, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can uh, join the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group. You can also go to the Weekly oh, yes. Planet Pod subreddit and 
Discord. If you want to follow some yeah. people on the social medias, first you should follow our friend Rob Collings. He does oh, yeah. all the social media. He edits this podcast. He edits videos. He does all kinds of stuff. You should follow him him at Raw Collings That's on right. Twitter and at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at uh, Wikipedia Brown on Twitter and Nick Meso on Instagram. James is Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Chuck in a buck or an amount you wouldn't Miss you can also go to bigsandwich.co, sign up for nine US dollars per month, and we give you all sorts of bonus podcast movie commentaries, early videos, ad free podcast feed. There is so much stuff up there. Wonder but way back in the day we we're like, maybe we should delete some of this stuff. We're never gonna delete any no, of it. No, we can't. Even if some of it's illegal. Yeah. That's right. Because if the cops want it, they're gonna have to pay nine bucks for it. And Mason, they won't. I've just accidentally deleted all of it. <laughs> James, no. No, no, I know. That was a poor value proposition, <laughs> and I look like a fool. I know, I didn't mean to. You did it though. <laughs> You just did it, though. But I didn't mean to. No, well, that's, I mean, you know. Wow. Wow. Anyway, we'll be putting some new stuff up on there anytime soon. So uh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that, I reckon. Uh, mm. Folks, thank you uh, to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our musical themes. If you want a T-shirt, you can go to tpublic.com. Oh, search for The go. Weekly Planet, mm. specifically a Weekly Planet T-shirt. The Next perfect. week, big awards, and we'll give out the big Weekly Planet awards. You wouldn't even wow. believe it. That's right. You'd say, you'll say wow. Any predictions, Mason? Morbius will win some awards, won't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, just for what you Did think. that come out this year? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> great stuff. But even if it didn't. I think we give it some more awards. Yeah, why we'll, not? We'll it's... find a way to give it an award. I agree. All right. Thanks, everybody. Grab that, Jamie, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 